Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You are now listening to the Save Cast, the number one old school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Save Cast number 83 with Rig and Dow for his second appearance. Rig, how are you doing this fine evening? I'm doing amazing, baby. Thanks a lot for having me again, man. Life is uh, extremely different since the last time we've spoken. Yeah, I, uh, I've noticed and it's yep. really great to have you back streaming. You look very happy, and it looks Thank like you. there's been a lot of changes, which I personally would love to hear about because uh, I think as a streamer, now that I'm one myself, I understand the kind of struggles that can go along with that. There's struggles yep. with any, any pursuit in life, but uh, I feel Definitely. like I can connect a little bit more, and I think uh, we're going to have a great conversation today. Hell yeah, man. So I guess we'll start it off by just, introducing yourself to those that may not know you as well i'm assuming many mm-hmm. that are listening do know who you are but uh if you would like to just briefly explain a little bit about you and we'll definitely get into more details as we go on sure thing i'm i am rigandau but everyone calls me rig i have played all screw since day of release i started off as a casual player actually i've always been a casual player what i'm talking about but i started <laughs> off as a player that didn't really want to go anywhere I'd, I was just going for 50 all stats at the start um, in February 2013 and as I got to 50 I thought I'd go for 70 all stats then 80 all stats and when I got to 80 all stats I thought well I may as well max it and I uh, I maxed in 2014 I think I was the 31st player to max and uh, yeah from what turned into a uh, from what went from a casual, I went to a hardstyle with a skilling, bro. I, uh, sorry, I'm just taking a sip of my coffee right here. I woke up like half an hour ago. I no-lifed 
from 2014 to 2015, became rank six in 2015, which was my peak. Um, and then 2016 came, I became a streamer and I turned it down a bit. And ever since then, really, I've just been a player that, you know, doesn't really push myself in the no life in regards. I just go with the flow really these days, but yeah, I played for uh, nine years, over nine years now in total, still playing to this very day. Yeah, and there's been a definitely a just a wild ride uh, watching your streams from 2016. And again, I've already had you on the cast, so a lot of this stuff may kind of be repeated, uh, but I, I yep. do just find it interesting, your whole journey with that. So how was your mindset <clears throat> going from, I guess there's two transitions. One is pre-streaming uh mm. your i guess relationship with the game and then your relationship with the game up until i would say this year uh yeah with even with your main account transitioning into your 2005 locked iron man hardcore iron man and now as a normal iron man that i'm pretty sure the entire game's just unlocked to you so i guess if you want to go into your mindset with that and the things that have kind of shifted it uh, playing an Iron Man? Yeah, I mean, I guess just the three transitions of you being mm. not you before streaming, you during yeah. streaming, and then yeah. you this year. Man, it's been such a wild ride. But um, it, when I when I first started the game and when I became a higher rank, the only thing that appealed to me was chasing ranks. The only thing that I cared about was who was in front of me and who was behind me. If the players played more in front of me, I would play more. If the players behind me played more, I would play more. Sometimes it got to a stage, baby, back in the 2014, 2015 era, where I was playing about 18 hours a day. And I've never been an efficient player. Never. I don't think I ever will be. It's just not really my style. I like the more laid back approach. And some days I'd be playing for like 18 hours a day and it was super unhealthy and when I was top 10, I swear to God, my diet was cereal and toast. <laughs> and I had this kind of diet for the past year and a half or so. And it got to a point where I was rank six. I nearly got to rank five, but I didn't quite make it. And I started losing ranks. You can only go so high, right? And I thought to myself, as around a 25-year-old rig well, you've gone, you know, as far as you can, you may as well take it easy now. I was about 2015 when I started losing ranks and uh, I toned it down a bit and I wasn't really playing for ranks anymore. I was just playing for 200 mils. I basically chased the 200 mils that I wanted, all of the easy ones really, cooking, thieving, fletching, crafting, all of the AFK, uh, bankable ones, and uh, yeah, I got 200 mil um, in 11 skills. Pardon me. I love my coffee, man. And it's so hard to structure. You know that, right? Because I'm trying to structure a nine-year journey into a sentence. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just asking it's very so broadly. And I'm like, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really asking yeah. very many specifics. Well, I'm here. 
let's let's talk about the the end of that era of the end of yep. your main and the transition into uh the the uh hardcore iron man experience mm. well um it got to a point where i got a lot of the 200 mils that i wanted and i never ever wanted to get 200 mil that was never the target for me i just wanted to get the 200 mils that i knew i would enjoy i never seen myself getting 200 mil mining 200 mil fishing because i i don't know life like how i used to so statistically it would have took me like 20 years to get 200 mil <laughs> you know you yeah know? yeah so so never mind that and i remember when i was streaming when i started streaming my viewers would ask me do you ever think about playing an ironman rig and i would tell them no but in the back of my mind i was always interested i was always interested in playing an ironman and after i got the 200 mils that i wanted i gave it a shot and when did i start my ironman it was around 2020 i think it was 2020 when i started the ironman god that was so long ago now and i have never looked back I will never play my main ever again. I, I literally mean that like it is engraved into my skin. I'll never play it. Ever since I started playing an Iron Man, everything in the game, and I mean literally everything that I do is amplified so much more rather than my main. My main, all I really cared about was XP and GP. GP has so much power on the main, doesn't it, baby? Yeah. So much power. On an Iron Man, it's kind of powerless. You know, and I, and I love that. Every step that I've done on this Iron Man, I've just enjoyed it so much more. Um, yeah. Yeah, the drops definitely feel. Uh, I I had popped into your stream right before you got Ranger Boots. Yeah. And that just excitement, just seeing in your eyes, <laughs> definitely oh, a lot better than getting. Uh, well, I would argue that it's better than seeing your uh, like what two hundredth whip. How many whips did you get on your main? I swear you had oh, a massive collection of DKs I... and whips. <laughs> Man, for a start on my main, I killed about a quarter of a million abyssal demons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, so I think I had over 400 whips or something like that. Um, yeah, the DKs, Tab, I had about 700 million Dagonoff bones, 1.8 billion archer's rings. Yeah, the Tab was insane. But nothing feels quite as, I don't know, like the dopamine rush hits different when it's just i don't know there's something about the iron man life like something that you can't sell or buy it's just no yours you got it yourself you just you just can't simply go up to the g and buy something for example on my iron man when i wanted the dragon pickaxe i had to go into the wilderness i had to use my supplies which were running worryingly low um like my ammunition and whatnot getting pk'd I had I had a rot had a bounty on my head by the way I don't know if you know about that baby, and uh, I was getting yeah I was getting PK'd like every fifteen minutes but I didn't give up you know you know what I'm like if I want something I'm gonna get it and I'm not gonna stop but that was one of the roughest grinds I've ever had on this account and uh, but but anyway it took two days to get the dragon pickaxe on my Iron Man two days and it doesn't it's not a lot of time really is it for RuneScape play baby but. For me, it felt like an eternity because I don't like the wilderness. I don't like PKing. I've got constant anxiety while I'm in the wilderness. On top of that, Lurin Venonatis is a pain in the ass. 
can't wait until they fix them bosses. So constantly learning, constantly fucking up the learning. Sorry about swearing, by the way. Totally good. It's a save A cast. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> and and finally, after two days, I, I got the drop and it was such a massive relief. But on a main, I just go to the G and I buy it. You know, it's just yep. such a difference. We have to take so many, so much more longer journeys on an Ironman compared to a main so much more longer journeys everything just takes so much longer but i like that yeah i like that so much and it's kind of nice i i would imagine i mean i i, I can imagine uh yeah just not having to deal with ranks just simply because you did start so late i mean even me i mean now it seems as though yes. i was one of the early starters but at the time i had started three years late in iron man Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of liberating in in and of itself, sort of just knowing, okay, I'm not one of the tops. I don't have have that feeling of like, oh, maybe I could compete. It's just just play your account, enjoy it. Yeah. So. You know, they say they say you have no regrets, but honestly, I do have a regret, and that's not starting Iron Man the day it came out. Yeah, it's it's I... just it's just the game mode for me. I've actually heard that. Um, in fact, next week we're going to be having Randalicious on, and I actually remember watching a Randalicious stream where he was talking about his regret mm. in not starting Hardcore Iron Man on day of release because, yeah, I think there is something with that playing a main for so long and just really being driven to like you know going, right. going for two hundred mils. You just start looking at other game modes and other avenues of the game. And you're like, that looks so fun. Like, why didn't I just? When when did Iron Man come out? It was 2014, right? Yeah, October 2014 well, was the original. Well, man, yeah, I had no hope of uh, of uh, making an Iron back back then because I <laughs> yeah. was still stuck into my main, you know, still chasing ranks and whatnot. So there was no hope for me. But honestly, I wish I did. But I was in a different mind frame back then. I was I was still not done with the account, not even far from done with my main. Yeah, and and I think mm. age has a lot to do with that as well because you were what 24. Oh man, yeah, I was in my early 20s back then. Yeah. There is something yeah. about the early 20s, at least for me, early 20s. I mean, my everything revolved around RuneScape, everything. I just, <laughs> I would go to work yeah. and like the entire yeah. day at work, I'm just thinking of going home and playing RuneScape. Oh, yeah. I think it's same just, with me. I think it's just being young and just being so sucked into to certain passions. That's right. It's strange. <laughs> I, I, I truly had such an unhealthy obsession. I think... <laughs> I think when I first started old school RuneScape, I think the first, I think the first three or four years was the most unhealthy obsession I've ever had with a video game, just because of the ranks. Mm-hmm. I turned into a skeleton. I was, uh, I, I don't know, man. I had no meat on me. I think at one point I was about 104 pounds when I was top ten. Damn. Because because I was an efficient baby, I obviously had to make up for the players that were efficient, and I had to play more. Yeah, just to just to keep my ranks up. It's a crazy time. Yeah, definitely, and uh, it's cool to see how far you've come. I mean, you look great. You yeah. look very happy. And uh, I actually, but I guess before we get into this year, how was the hardcore Iron Man 2005 restricted account, and when and how did that end up mm. being well, done away with? I guess. Right. So when I quit the main. I, I started the 2005 only hardcore Iron Man. Why did I start? Why did I make it 2005? It's purely because I lived in the golden era, baby. I played RuneScape on the RuneScape 2 beta from 2003 to 2007. 
in my opinion, when RuneScape was in its prime, uh, I'm talking about player base and how famous it was. You know, all of the school kids were playing RuneScape. Zezima was rank one. You know, Nova Life was rank two. The Old Knight, top five. Liliofi, this this was the golden era, in my opinion. And, um... Pardon me, coffee. All good. And and I have always had passion for the old times. And I, I, I had it in the back of my mind to make a, a year locked Iron Man for a, such a long time. And I'll tell you something, the first year or so, I had such a blast with it, man. Such a blast. I think the first 10 months were so fun because there was so much to do, even with the 2005 uh, locked mode. But eventually I ran out of things to do. It got to a point where the only thing that I needed to get really was the whip and the D-chain. And you know, when it comes to RuneScape players, bro, we're fueled by the future of what we've got planned, all of the things we need to get, all of the 99s, all of the different weapons and bosses and KC and collection logs. I had none of that in the 2005 locked account. None of that. And another thing what really kind of frustrated me too, that a lot of players would be coming into my stream, a lot of new people too, that'd be like, hey, nice to meet you, bro. When can you do this content? And I, all I'd say is I can't, uh... I'm, uh, I'm locked. And they'd be like, oh, okay. And then they'd just leave. That, that really hurt. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, it got to a point where I just ran out of stuff to do. So I wasn't really motivated. On top of that, of course, I was really mentally ill at the time. I'd been for a long, long time, which we'll get to eventually. And I, uh, yeah, suicided. Suicided and quit it. For, the, yeah, for those ones. <laughs> Definitely in yes. game. <laughs> yeah um thankfully so you uh you've you've mentioned on stream and uh just in general this idea of growing up in like the same sort of like neighborhood that was mm -hmm. i don't know your whole runescape journey and then getting out of that was kind of liberating and uh yeah so i guess we can kind of go into it uh of just your experience during those yeah. kind of darker days now the year now. the year the year 2000 and hold up i'm trying to map out what years it was when i lived in that place me and my mother moved um into that neighborhood 2001 or so and i lived there until 2021 so yeah it was 20 years i lived in that neighborhood a long long time way too long so basically baby um, for, for the people watching, um, this neighborhood we're talking about is the same neighborhood that I, in, in my old house that I used to live in prior to this apartment. But anyway, in the 90s, me and my mom lived in a particular neighborhood. My childhood was dark, baby. Um, did we speak about my childhood in the last podcast? I don't think so. And if we did, it must, it must have been very short. Very brief. Should we talk about my history and my childhood and feel free to you really absolutely yeah well yeah you know I'd, I'd i'd like to share my experience you know it could get a bit dark just warning you i think that's i think that's fine i think uh i think we're all adults listening i don't think it would okay. uh, bother anybody and if it does you know there's always just yeah. turn off the podcast <laughs> but i'm here for it yeah no 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 it's gonna be fine but anyway in the 90s me and my mother 
we we lived with my nan throughout the 90s we grew up in in my nan's household and in the 90s um i'm going to be careful of what i say here because i don't want to mention any names or particular people i want to keep it a little bit oblivious but in this house that i grew up in from around the age of three to ten around 1993 to the year 2000 2001 i was uh surrounded by people that abused alcohol and drugs and for many many years i was mentally physically and verbally abused nearly every single day every single day i would um i would get hurt and messed up things would happen to me and on top of that i didn't really um eat food all that much no food was ever placed on the table for me as a kid if i did get a meal it was very very rare M me myself i had to spread butter on bread most days as a five-year-old kid and have that as my dinner just because i didn't really have a parent figure for uh, much of it my, my mother was um my mother was in a dark place and she was also getting physically abused so she wasn't mentally available for me so all i remember is just eating bread and butter and playing my nintendo 64 and uh and messed up things happening to me and i remember asking myself as a child even as a child i'd be like why is this happening to me i've done nothing wrong whatsoever i've just been playing my video games and and, and you know not harming anybody and still bad things would happen to me I lived that life, that unfortunate life, from the age of uh, three, four, all the way up until the year 2000. But anyway, um, in, in around the year 2000, that's when my mum decided to move out of my nan's house and move into the neighbourhood that I grew up from the ages of 10 all the way into like 30. And I moved into this apartment. And we lived there for 20 years. And this neighbourhood wasn't all that much better to be honest it was um an affordable living estate full of scumbags may i say you know drug dealers and uh people that were on the road to nowhere and uh yeah in this neighborhood in this neighborhood anyway uh, sorry i'm struggling to it's a little bit dark Lots of things are coming back. But in this neighborhood anyway, bro, apologies. In the year 2003, my mum got me my first PC. And uh, that's when I started my RuneScape journey. And uh, RuneScape is what I used as a way to really numb the pain and the memories that I had. I'm sure probably you can relate in some way, shape or form that we use RuneScape as an escape, don't we, sometimes? Yeah. If not, a lot of the times. So... um I, I uh, grew up in this new neighborhood from the ages of 10 all the way to 30. And um, we lived in an apartment for the per the first five years of, of this new neighborhood, a, a little flat. And uh, in 2005 or around 2006, we moved into another house, which was across the road. And that's the same house that I started streaming in, Bebe, in that black room. When we moved into this house... I was about 16 years old. Yeah, it was around the year 2005, 2006. And I remember saying to my mum, I want my bedroom black. I want the walls black. 
black was my color back then. I know it's not really a color, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember gaming in the corner of my room from the ages of uh, 16 all the way up until now. And I'll tell you something, bro. I loved the uh, the black walls. I remember loving them black walls as a kid, but eventually it started to eat away at me. What color are your walls, may I ask, in your house? Beige. Very beige. light beige, yeah. I'm telling you something, bro. The colors of the walls, they really affect your mental health. Mm. Imagine if you woke up every day with black walls. What what do you think that would do to you? <laughs> I'm one to shut off or I'm one to put a blanket over the windows, but I, I definitely, I definitely still enjoy the light. So yeah, I think that would uh, yeah. not be great. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, um, I, I gamed in, in that corner of my room in that, in that black room all the way from the ages of 16 to 30. And, uh, I never liked it there. I never really liked it. I'm a person that kind of likes natural light and, um, yeah, from the ages of 16 to 30, I just kind of wasted away in, in that house. I was never happy. It was a very dark house. No matter where you were, there wasn't a lot of natural light. And I, I actually love natural light. Um, on top of that, me and my mum didn't really get along all that well. We never had the most um, positive relationship between a mother and son. We had history together, didn't we, in the 90s? Bad stuff happened. And I don't think it's ever been fixed to this day. Um, so there'd be constant arguments with my mother. I talk about college, I guess, you know, at the age of 16 to around the age of uh, 20, I, I went to college and um, I did certain courses. And I remember I uh, I never did too well with college just because I've always hated academics. I've I, I always despised it, baby. I hate academics because I've I've always struggled to find a subject that I was really passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so I'd go to college and I would never be able to absorb anything just because it wasn't truly what I'd enjoy. Like I'd, I, I remember when I was younger, I was interested in PCs uh, and fixing PCs. So I, I applied for a PC maintenance course and Throughout the course, it was nothing really to do with fixing PCs. It was more paperwork and whatnot, where I, as I wanted to get, you know, working with my fingers and my hands. And I never absorbed the course. But anyway, I never did well with college. Um, take some water, sorry. Totally. And my mum wasn't pleased with that. My mum always seen me as kind of like um, a failure, should I say? I'm not going to lie, it's kind of horrible to think like that. Um, so from the ages of 16 to around 20, do you know what, bro, when, you, when you're old, it's so hard to get an accurate time frame on, on when things have happened. So, so hard. Um, so I dropped out of college finally around the age of uh, 20, and I started dead-end jobs. Still living in this uh, dark room, um, in this uh, house of a lack of natural light. I started uh, working after 20. Mum's pissed at me, as you can imagine, because I've quit college. My first job was a window cleaner at the age of 20. And I did that for around a year or so. 
And that was back-breaking work. Easily one of the hardest jobs I've ever had. Um, I'd have to like get these poles. I remember working with two other people and I would get these poles and um, it was window cleaning where you didn't have a ladder. You had these poles that extended with brushes on the end of them and they would uh, squirt out purified water and you would clean the windows, you know, high up on buildings with these extended poles and that would wreck my arms. I've never been, I've never been like, you know, I'm, I'm a small person, I'm five foot six and about 148 pounds at the moment. So I've never been quite a strong person. So I would literally go to work and I would come back home and I would be absolutely exhausted and I would fall to sleep immediately. And for that year, it was nothing but work and sleep, work and sleep on and off playing World of Warcraft. Um, sorry, I'm just smoking my vape. And a year passed. And I, uh, my mum approached me and she said, would you like a job um, working in a school? Sorry, not a year had passed, a couple of years had passed. I remember I quit that job, sorry. I quit the window cleaning job and I was unemployed for quite a few years. Oscar RuneScape came and uh, time passed while I was playing that. And my mum finally offered me a job and it was... Uh, a teacher's assistant in a school called Rose Hill. I applied for this job and I worked with special needs children, baby, from around the uh, year 2013 till the year 2015, somewhere around there. That was also pretty hard. I would, uh, I would go to uh, Rose Hill and when you're working with autistic children every day, you never know what you're going to bump into. You never know, bro. Every day I'd get pinched, kicked, spat on, my hair pulled. And I also seen some pretty messed up stuff. I did that for three years, actually. And I remember I said to my mum, after three years passed, I'm done with this, mum. I haven't got a plan B. I haven't got a plan B, but I just don't want to do it anymore. Because I'm sick and tired of getting abused. I've had, you know, you know I, I've, had, I've had that all my, all my life, you know a childhood and whatnot so I quit and mum again was really upset with me and this is when I uh, started really no life in RS uh, became top 10 I always thank my mum for that you know she could have kicked me out of the house and said you're a loser you're not putting food on the table you're not bringing in any uh, any income she could have easily have said fuck off get out the house but you know what she left me to do my thing I quit that job and I went into my own shell and I played RS and that's that's when I became top 10 actually. Um, and uh, I'm just taking it all in right now. Yeah. Um, I'm trying my best. It's so hard to Yeah. It's it's hard talking about my struggles it really is makes me feel a little bit uneven but i'm trying my best here just trying to tell a, a quick story i guess but so so was part of the reason you started streaming was just to provide some income that's something that you thought you would enjoy no no money money on my mother's life money was the last thing i thought of this was at a time when i was at my worst i didn't believe in myself whatsoever i didn't think i was capable of anything i failed college 
I failed my jobs. I didn't think I'd be ever successful again. I'm in my mid-20s by this point. I'm like 24, 25 or whatever. Um, so when I was um, in my bedroom, after I quit the job and I became top 10, 2016 passed. 2016 came, sorry. And I remember I thought to myself, I'm just going to try streaming out. Not for money. This was at a point where I didn't believe in myself. The last thing I'd think was me being a successful streamer and making an, a living out of it. What, uh, sorry to interrupt. What was the inspiration oh, behind that? Did you used to watch Twitch a lot at that time? Sometimes. Sometimes I'd watch Boaty. Um, but no, um, back, in, back in them days, I was um, hanging out with the Hexus crew. Good old Hexus baby. Um, I'm not going to lie, I used to be in a team speak with some guys and it would get toxic a lot of the time and would be in a massive <laughs> yeah. echo chamber and I, I'd, I'd probably... Sounds about right. <laughs> yep, yep, and I'd probably put that down to my rough start with Twitch and the way I was, part, but one of the reasons. But uh, 2016 came and obviously I'm down and out. I'm full of bad memories, bad experiences. I'm a failure and I thought, you know what, bro? All I'm doing is playing RuneScape and doing nothing else in my life. I'm just going to fire up the stream and talk to some people, you know, see if they're impressed with my ranks. I remember thinking that I was like rank nine at the time or so. When I started streaming, I thought, hey, let's see if anyone's interested in seeing some skill. And I used to watch, watch Automology too. I'd say it was one of, one of my uh, big inspirations. Oh, yeah. And I, uh, yeah. And, and obviously this was a time where I was at my low, as I'll keep saying. And I don't know if you remember, but I was so insecure. I was so upset with myself that I couldn't even show my face. I started my stream and I had that golden mask. You remember? I actually I don't, if you don't remember, remember that times. now. So yeah, the first month or two when I started streaming, I couldn't even show my face. I was just shelling myself. I'd hide behind a mask. And uh, yeah, as as the as the months went by, I eventually took it off. And I found like the confidence to show my face finally. And. Uh, yeah, bit by bit, things just started getting more, more successful. You know, people would donate me money, and as the months went by, I thought, well, maybe, maybe I could make something out of this. I really like it. I was far from the man I wanted to be compared to who I am today. I was far from it. I know I had stuff to work on, but I, I, I knew I'd improve as a person eventually. Streaming gave me a belief to, to really um, push aside my demons, my past. And uh, I went through with it, baby. And it's the best decision I've ever made in my life. Legit. It saved me. Twitch saved me. I don't know where I'd be without it. But it's made me into the confident person who I am today, bro. Head held up high. I'm five foot six, but really I feel six foot five, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's awesome. I uh, I have a lot to thank uh, just for the time I'm living in. I mean, the fact that, you know, both of us get to basically live our dreams of just, you know, playing yeah. the game we love and talking to people we enjoy being around and doing it all in the own, I don't know, just in our homes, you know, like that's just incredible that that's actually even a possibility. <clears throat> it's, it's just the ultimate freedom, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's freedom. Not a lot of people get to say that they're truly free. A lot of people, uh, you know, wake up every day and they've got a 
you know, start a job, go to work, and they don't really want to do it. But that's life, isn't it? At the end of the day, they got to do what they got to do. They put bread and bread and water on the table, you know, and whatnot. Yep. We're we're very lucky individuals, man. Very lucky. So, what did happen? Now, uh, I guess fast forwarding to twenty twenty one, from the yeah. la- from the from the time that I had you on the cast. By the way, yeah. now that you've talked a little bit about this, I'm a lot of things are coming to my memory and one of those was yeah automology was one of your inspirations because i remember you talking about his music choice then that kind of led you into your music choice so uh yeah things are coming to me so uh well yeah anyway um automology was definitely one of my massive inspirations um he was uh streaming around the time i i started streaming of course and man i i i was running out of music to play I don't know if when you started streaming, you were struggling. Pardon me, you were struggling with what music to play because I was. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, did, I, had a... I didn't really. Uh, I didn't really have a fixated genre that I liked. Mm-hmm. And I remember I started tuning into Automology stream, and he was playing the progressive trance and the progressive house, and it was my first time hearing it. And I was thinking, my God, what is happening to my ears and my brain? <laughs> it, it was such a healing music, and I'd never heard it before, and it cast such a spell on me. And I asked him if I could kindly play his playlist on my stream, to which he, you know, said, of course you can, because that's, that's Caleb. He's a lovely guy. So I took his playlist. And now I, I remember off stream, I would uh, go down on his playlist and pick the songs out that I really liked and uh, make my own playlist, which is called The Resonation. I made that in 2016 and I've slowly built it from uh, Automology's playlist. It's the spawn of his playlist. So what did happen uh, between this past year since you've been on the yeah. cast from, from last year until now? Because so, you did take a massive break. So back to what I was saying, I, I was um, 2016, I started streaming and life's going really well. And we're basically talking a fast mode type of way from the year 2016 when I started to 2021. Yeah, five years of streaming. Things are great. At one particular time, I didn't even have money to go to the shop to buy a chocolate bar. I had nothing. But streaming gave me a, a beautiful income. I built a supportive community. Man, playing RuneScape for a living, it's the dream, isn't it? But nothing's ever perfect, right? There's always stuff that we need to work on. And um, I was never happy with the house that I lived in, Bebe. That, you know, that black wall and whatnot. And I... I fell into such a deep depression. I was never truly happy. I, I was thankful. I was happy that I was a streamer, you know? Yeah. But in the back of my mind, that whole time that I streamed in that room, I was thinking, I'm not happy here. I've lived here since I was 10 years old in this same neighborhood. I'm not happy here, bro. But I didn't have the confidence to move out. I, I, I didn't have the confidence. I was, I was still a scared little boy. I was, I was living with my mother, I'm not going to lie, until the year 2018 when she moved out. So I always, um, you know, had the, had the protective umbrella of my mother over me. Um, always been a mummy's boy, the only child. You know, we, we've never had a perfect relationship, me and my mum, but I still love her dearly. We've been through a lot together. Um, and it, it just got to the point where I was, you know, streaming was like my beacon of light. 
but when the stream turned off, darkness consumed me. And um, all I really had the strength to do was stream. For, for, for countless years, I remember I'd stream, and after my stream, I'd just go straight to bed. Not to sleep, but just to lay in bed. It, it, was, it was the only way I could really cope, was to just lay down and, and watch TV in that dark room. It, that, that room literally crippled me. It stopped me from finding motivation to move out. Your surroundings can do that to you. They can work against you, can't they? Yep. And um, yeah, it just, it just worked against me. I wanted to move out, but I was scared. And um, for many years, I lived like that. I'd, I'd stream and off stream, I wouldn't play. I'd just be in bed watching TV. And I know a lot of people thought that I was pretending to enjoy the game because I wouldn't play off stream. But no, it wasn't that. It's just that the depression can hit you so hard sometimes that it, it just stops you from enjoying the things that you naturally enjoy. So I'd, I'd be in bed all the time. And fast forward to 2021, I took a break. I was always taking extended breaks because of my house, because I wasn't happy there. Every now and then I'd be gone for a month or I'd be gone for five days, a week, etc., and I, I always had this, this fire in me that was suppressed because of the house. I, I've always wanted to do well with streaming. I've always wanted to stream every, you know, nearly every single day and bring out good vibes and whatnot. But the house stopped me from doing that. 2021 came. I've been in this house since I was 16 years old. I'm, I'm in my 30s now. So December 2021, I'm on this, uh, this month break from streaming. And um, I almost killed myself, just to make it blunt. I uh, tried hanging myself. I uh, cut myself. I was hospitalized. And at that moment, when I was in hospital and I was getting my wounds treated, it flicked something in me, baby. It flicked a switch. I thought to myself, you know what? You're at the lowest right now, Rig, that you've ever been. It can only go so, so low. And, 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 and believe it or not, me nearly killing myself and harming myself, I, I needed that to happen. As silly as that sounds, it was a wake-up call. If that didn't happen, I'd probably still be suffering in that same bedroom that I was in with all of them black walls. And after I came out of the hospital, about a week had passed and I opened up my laptop and I started looking for places. Um, yeah, I spent like a solid two months looking for a place. And I remember I bumped into this apartment on my laptop, my MacBook here. I went to go and view it and I loved it. You know, when you look at a space, you can picture where things are going to go. Yeah. I want my TV there. I want my PC there. I know the cash can go there. I remember I mapped everything out. And I think it was like the, uh, actually, it was like the third apartment that I'd viewed. The others kind of sucked. I remember I said to the woman, I really like this place. Oh, by the way, I kept this a secret from everybody, baby. I didn't tell anyone that I was viewing apartments. It was meant to be a big surprise. Obviously, I'd ghosted everybody. I'd gone on like the biggest break of my uh, streaming career. I'd probably gone for like three months at this point. 
I remember I said to the woman, I, I, I'm interested. I'd like this place a lot. And she turned around, she looked at me and she said, well, there's about five or six people that are interested in this place. So there's no oh, guarantee geez. that you're going to get it. Yeah, I know. So I thought, oh, you know, and, and obviously I haven't really got my hopes up. Uh, so anyway, um, she said, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know. Um, you should get a call back within three to seven days. I was like, cool, thank you so much for your time. And at this particular time, I was scheduled to go to Ireland, baby, to visit my friends who was getting married. So I, I took a ferry to Ireland. I took the train from Nottingham to Liverpool and I took a ferry uh, to Ireland and that was a lovely experience. And this whole time I'm thinking, man, am I gonna get this apartment? Because I knew this apartment would be the key to my happiness. I knew it. Even you, you can be in depression and blinded by depression and sadness, but I think we all know what can make us happy, right? Yeah. And I, I knew that, I knew that that apartment would be the key to getting out of the darkness and stepping into the sun. I knew it, bro. And the whole time when I'm traveling and I'm away to Ireland, I'm thinking, man, am I going to get it? Am I going to get it? I'd love to, because I know that if I get it, it will be the best thing in my life right now. It would be the best thing to ever happen to me. So anyway, I got to Ireland. It was about an eight-hour journey on the ferry. And it was a really nice experience. Have you ever been on a ferry, by the way, baby? Yeah, I think I've been on a ferry... uh a couple times in my childhood i could barely remember though it's been a long time i like the sea air a lot it's very refreshing but anyway i i'm on this eight hour journey on the ferry and i uh had my own little cabin with a bed and a sink where i could sleep i'd be on the balcony smoking my vape looking out into the irish sea seen some dolphins by the way apparently they're a rare sight but I got to Ireland and I, uh, I got the bus down, uh, down south. I can't remember exactly where it was now, where I was, but I was in a lovely location. And I was uh, with some old friends that I used to know from back in the day. They got married. We had a good time. Great, great people. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, am I going to get this apartment? I hope I do. Otherwise, it's back to the drawing board. You know, I'd, I'd looked at countless apartments. I viewed like about three, but I'd looked at countless apartments on the internet and I was thinking, nope, it's not for me. Nope, it's not for me. Because, you know, I'm a picky guy and I'm yeah. stubborn. Uh, so anyway, the wedding passed and I said goodbye to everybody and I uh, called the Uber to the ferry. And I got on the ferry and um, it was about 2 p.m. in day. And I remember the day like it was yesterday. I uh, got on the ferry, it was a clear blue sky, and the sun was shining, and the sea was all sparkly, and uh, I got my coffee, because I love my coffee. I was on the balcony, we're pretty much in the middle of the journey at this point, right in the middle of the Irish Sea, on my way back to Liverpool, back to England. I remember I got a ping on my phone, in the middle of the Irish Sea, and it was... um. The people that own the apartments and said, we uh, want you to live there. We uh, have the keys. If you want to make a deposit, you're more than welcome. Um, we'll be waiting to hear back from you in England. And at that very moment, that's when the doors to my 
new and amazing life started, baby. The doors finally opened. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy what an environment can do. Just switching environments can completely change your mindset on things. Change is so important. So, so important. You got to be happy with your surroundings. Got to be so happy. We're human beings. We've got to make our home a happy place. So, I remember when... Uh, yeah, you know, sorry, go on. I was just going to ask. Um, I heard, uh, and you know, you can let me know if if you want to share or not, but I heard that you also got a, a therapist or you were talking to somebody that... Uh, that that's something I heard. I, I'm I'm not quite. Well, that was in 2018. That. Oh, that, that was in two thousand. No, no, it wasn't okay. recent. No, that was in 2018. Just to put it short, I had a therapist in 2018 just to improve as a person mm. and uh, become less toxic, less aggressive, etc. Oh, okay, yeah, that that must that was, that I, was I, I must be thinking of the last podcast we were talking about then. No, no, I haven't had a I haven't had a therapist since 2018 or so. So what was it like taking such a long break from streaming and then returning? What was the the feeling like? Did you think everyone would have forgotten you? I know a lot of streamers feel that. Yeah, there's always that fear in the back of your mind. There's always that fear in the back of your mind that, you know, if you take a long break, you know, you're not going to have the same viewership. You're never going to get your sub count back up there and whatnot. But at the end of the day, we need breaks sometimes and we can't let fear rule us, can't we? You've got to do what... You've got to do what your instincts tell you. You've got to listen to yourself and what's best for you. Because if you don't take breaks and if you don't take movements and you carry on streaming or doing whatever you're doing while you're unhappy, then you might just dwell in that darkness. I, I had to do it. I had to take my break. Fuck the sub count. Fuck the viewer count for now, man. I've got to focus on myself. So um, I'm, I'm looking at a question right here. And... Uh... I mean, I get. I guess there's multiple questions, and I guess they'll kind yeah. of feed into it. But um, Oreo's asking on Twitter, and I guess I'll just read all four. They they get a little goofy at the end, but uh, the the first one I'm definitely <laughs> interested in. How does it feel to still be playing OSRS after all these years? And I'll add, how does it feel streaming as well after all these years? Do you think? I, oh yeah. Oh no. On, Here, let me, let me just read the rest, and then I'll let you go. Um. Do you think that OS, OSRS, if you've heard of that, the, the old Terrible screen, idea. <laughs> is a good Terrible. idea. Perfect. Well, that, that's his question. Is this a good idea? No, no, no. Please, let me just go in a sec. Yeah, old school, old screwscape is a terrible idea purely because it's niche. You know, people want the 2000s. I've been there. I've, I've, I've played it. I played it for a year. I've been there. Mm -hmm. You want a 2005 mode. You want a 2006 mode, a 7 mode. But at the end of the day, there's not enough content. Yeah. You'll clear all of that content so easily with the mind frame you have in 2022. There's not enough content. Yeah, I think that's the general consensus. I, I think there's a few, a few purists out there that would definitely love it, but vast, vast majority, I think, would get completely burned out very quickly. People are just, people are just get. Uh, in my opinion anyway, I could be wrong, but I just think some people are getting uh, a bit too carried away with the nostalgia. That's fair. And yeah. and, at, and at the end of the day, if... 06, 07, 05 servers came out. There won't be many players playing, I don't think, anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I'd like to imagine, but it's, no, it's I think, not I a good idea. Spot on. I think you're spot on with it. It would, especially if the promise was to yeah. never give any updates. If 07 mode came out, what are you going to do for the next five years? Just spam God Wars. 
there is no there is no god wars well that would be the 2007 they would think of is oh. pre-god wars even like very right. beginning of old school so yeah okay yeah that would <laughs> so even worse <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do k-cuban burrows like, I, I don't know there's just not enough to do yeah it's not gonna fulfill your dopamine you're so used to all of the content you've got right now in the game yep. endless content collection log and all of this type of shit um i do want to kind of wrap up your whole uh story as well before we get into some of these other questions just yep. by saying i'm really happy that things took a turn and uh oh. I, I definitely wish the best for you in just the future and like because because i know that life doesn't just have an upward thing it's always you know hills it's it's up yes. and downs and so it's always constant improvement if you uh if you look for it and so it it is part of your growth as a human you need the bumps you need you need um you need all of the experiences whether they're negative or positive to develop and learn about yourself and your surroundings and life you need you need all of these experiences whether they're good or bad absolutely and yeah. it's it's been really cool seeing your return you've been very consistent for the most part uh streaming extremely yeah and longer just... longer longer streams too mm -hmm. you know back when i was in the old place about 5 hours would come and i'd be like i want to go back to bed no no now now you know sometimes i stream 6 7 8 hours consistently longer yeah and you don't seem to be so now I, I can't say you were always the person that would uh maybe take criticism poorly or you know when people would come in and be trolling in the chat but i feel like you're just very very relaxed about a lot of things now which is really cool to see it's just because, like, because you... i'm just content with my life yeah i'm just content the, the old me i'd just be projecting all the time okay. i'm just content oreo asks a couple more questions first thing i guess i guess if you have anything to add about that how does it feel to still be playing osrs after all these years he also asks two more things favorite yep. material slash fabric for clothing by the way Ooh. the last pat the sorry the last podcast we had last year we were, we were talking about your kind of um adventure into more designer clothing and how you Yuck. kind of like got away from that but for a time that was definitely a thing. And then he To be fair, the, yeah. the designer phase was quite a short span. It lasted about a year. And I probably bought about seven pieces. It wasn't really a deep dive, to be fair, what a lot of people think. Hmm. And then uh before I let you answer all these, uh favorite cheese or pastry. There you go. Could we do one question at a time if that's okay? Yeah. Sure. I don't know, just just read yeah. Just sure, read. let's do it. Let's do uh yeah. favorite material slash fabric for clothing, and then we'll go to the other one. Yeah, so favorite material for clothing, honestly, cotton. Cotton is cheap, it's breathable, and it's completely natural. I love cotton. It's just so comfy. All, all of my t-shirts and shirts, they have to be made of cotton. Just just because it's, uh, it's just nice, it's natural. Feels so comfortable, man. Cotton for sure. And um, let me think, is there anything else that I like? Viscose. Viscose is like a synthetic material, but it's extremely soft. So soft. Another material that I really like, I only have one piece of this material. It's called cashmere. Are you aware of cashmere, baby? I think I've heard, well, I mean, I've definitely heard of it, but I, I think right. I've heard you talk about it on your streams. So I have just one 
one piece of cashmere and it's an accessory and it's a scarf. And I've had it for five years now because I like to take care of my stuff. And it cost me £80 from John Lewis. Cashmere is basically a more special kind of wool. It comes from the cashmere goat. And it is basically lighter than wool, more insulating than wool, and not itchy whatsoever like wool can be. Damn. So cashmere is second favorite for me. I basically call it the the more premium wool. So what are your thoughts on leather? I know maybe for clothing, not so much, but I do remember no, your yeah. passion for leather. In fact, you were sponsored. I, I'm not sure if that's still um, a sponsorship. Affiliated. Oh, okay. Affiliated. Yeah, whatever I sell, I just make a bit of money and you save money. But, but yeah, my, my passion for leather, it's, it's not just leather, but basically all of my life, I've always had a passion for the way things age and the way things change items, materials, you know brass how it oxidizes and it changes color and it goes blue and like a dark brown etc you know how brass ages right baby i mean not exactly but yeah I, not I do exactly know what mm -hmm. well yeah i don't know i guess it's just who i am really i just appreciate how things age over time and how things change and leather's one of them you know you get a leather that goes you know you get it light and it eventually turns light dark and shiny etc you call it a patina I remember when I was a child, it's, it's been an interest ever since I was a child, just the way things age. I remember um, I would get paper, um, like brand new paper, and I would pour coffee on it and, and uh, dry next to the fireplace and it would be old and crinkly. And I do silly little things like that, man. Um, yeah, I just like the way things age. And leather's a good indication of how things age. Yeah. Just one of my funny little quirky things that I'm interested in. So, you know, I like my leather belts. My leather wallets, uh, boots, of course. I love leather boots. Got yes, quite a few leather yes. boots, and and yeah, every every day that I use my leather, I'll, 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 I know it's funny, but every day when I like wear my boots out, when I come back home, I'll check my boots to see if there's any scuffs or darker patches, and see how it's changed throughout the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually just viewing the photo of you that was linked on the thread. <laughs> you just absolutely buff it. I'm looking at your boots though. They're just very nice yeah boots. <laughs> yeah it's a funny picture yeah I'm a, i would say that i'm quite an experienced person when it comes to the knowledge of leather i'm quite um knowledgeable about certain tanneries across the world that do certain types of leather oh i don't disagree yeah. at all yeah I'm, I'm i'm quite clued up with my leather i'm quite a quite a leather enthusiast so if any of you guys want to tune into my stream one time and ask me some questions about leather or whatever i'm be more than happy to answer you ever want to buy like a nice leather product i'd be more than happy to help out awesome okay what about favorite cheese or pastry and i do know cool. and we talked about it on the previous podcast as well of your yeah. whole baking phase as well where you were making uh, <laughs> well you know, that, that was just a covid phase man i okay. had nothing else to do so i just <laughs> bake cookies <laughs> love it but i but i'm one of these people that's a tunnel vision you know covid came i had nothing really to do and I thought to myself, I want to start baking, but I don't want to bake loads of things. I just want to make cookies because I love cookies. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck doesn't like cookies, baby? And I, I thought I'm going to make cookies again and again and again until I nail it, until I make them pristine and amazing. And when you break them open, they're gooey and the chocolate's oozing. And yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I learned to bake chocolate chip hazelnut cookies and, and uh, yeah, they're amazing. I, I've been uh, friends with you on Snapchat for just years. And so uh, I do just, 
I peep the stories here and there. And I, I remember yeah. definitely years ago, just all the pastry, all the all the cookies. Yeah. And I think you made other things as well. I'm trying to. Was it all just, just like cookies? once or twice? No, it, mo- it was mostly just cookies, man. Okay. I don't even want to think of how many cookies <laughs> I made in my old place. It was just a little bit of spark of happiness while I was living in that terrible fucking house, man. Yeah. But uh, cheese, um, I'm I'd say vintage cheddar gorge. I love cheese, but I'm not really an enthusiast with cheese. But yeah, vintage cheddar gorge would be my favorite. It's an English cheese that's aged mm. in caves. Smoked in, uh, gouda is my is my absolute favorite. Sounds good. That smoky flavor and kind of yeah. a little bit more dry. I like I like smoky flavors. Yeah. Um, but for pastries, oh, it has to be the the pecan maple platz. What's that? You uh. I think it might be a European thing, baby, but basically, uh, my viewers don't know about this, it's my crazy at the moment, but it's basically a pastry that's like formed in plats. What are those? In the middle of... Plats? Like the way you would plait your hair, you know, I don't know, like, I, don't, I, I don't can't know. really explain it. What's that it. word? <laughs> like, plats? like, 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 <laughs> I don't know, it's just like called separating, plat, man. kind of like, I, don't, I genuinely have just never even heard that word. I'll, I'll link a picture on, okay, on Discord, hold up a sec, let's have a look. Let's do that. It could be pecan plates. I don't know. I'm crap with words, but hold up. Let me get you a picture of this. I'll show it to everybody. Bear with YouTube. me. Yeah, bear with me. Uh, here, this is a good picture, I guess. Um, hold up. Here you go. That's that's a pecan plat. So it's basically a pastry with like finely chopped pecans on top with a. A thick layer of gooey maple syrup in the middle. As you can see, it's oozing from the, the pastry. They're, they're my favorite past- pastries. Uh, British people will know what these are, I'm pretty sure. See, in America, uh, we would have just glazed that entire thing with sugar. <laughs> <laughs> like you couldn't see, yeah. the, couldn't see the nuts on top. It's just been all sugar. <laughs> yeah. But no, they're, 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 uh, they're probably my favorite sweet snack. And I certainly do have a sweet tooth. Oh, yeah. Same. Same. Okay. Oh, big time. Well, here's kind of going back uh, a year yep. or so. Tom asks, what made you suicide the hardcore status? And uh, I guess I'll just add on a little bit. Rather than just having died naturally, was it just a way to just totally terminate it? How, what was your thought process behind that? Um, I was just way too focused on the fear of dying rather than like, pursuing my goals and that's becoming a better player and learning the game mm. it was just simply stopping me from doing that i was too scared of dying and i just suicided yeah went straight to the heroes guild one morning and uh, killed myself in the the blue dragon cage simple as that really i just i just couldn't be doing with the mode it was it was uh, limiting me as a player okay uh here's a little funny one spence dog <laughs> says no questions dad just keep calling him baby <laughs> best part of the cast i think i've called you baby about five million times this stream already haven't i i love it i love it it's definitely yeah. like nostalgic to me for some reason and it, there's nothing wrong with calling me baby it's uh in fact i've i've even changed my name on twitch to Sater <laughs> rather than say baby at this point i so. know but, but uh, you will always be baby to me i've called you baby for like half a decade uh, yeah that's the crazy thing. And you know, Hey Jace still calls me yep. Say Baby. He Does he? Yeah. It's just I it's something I don't know. It's uh it's adorable <laughs> in a way. It, 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 
continue on. Chase is definitely a person that sticks to tradition. So yeah. Yes. Can imagine that. Very, uh, very (laughs) peculiar individual, but I love him. Yeah. Okay. Um, Polo Bay asks, you're one of the, if not the most chilled streamers I've ever watched. Is your new Mm -hmm. flat slash apartment super zen to the max? In fact, I'll add on again as I've been doing, uh, Right. Do you have any plans to kind of pimp out your apartment or do you enjoy the, the simplicity of it and just... I mean, I think it already is pimped out. Have you not seen my video of it? I have not seen the video of it. I've only seen your one stream angle. I would like to say it's pretty fucking nice. And I know all of my furniture is like solid Canadian oak, American oak. Ooh. It's really pretty, baby. You probably should have watched it. the apartment video before yeah. the... Um... <laughs> Yeah, just to get a bit clued up, but it's beautiful, mate. I think it is anyway. It's absolutely gorgeous. I've got a nice corner sofa, my bed solid oak. I saved I saved up for three years because I knew eventually I'd want to move out. I knew I'd want to, but I just I just couldn't find the strength until a particular time, of course. Um, I saved up a lot of money um, the last uh, three years of streaming so I could buy nice things one day if I wanted to move out. Very cool. How many plants do you have in your apartment? One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven. Seven plants. Seven. Love it. Yeah. And that's that's actually... Uh, do you have any house plants? I don't. And I feel like they really add to the just the, the whole apartment vibe. And I just have never done it. I'm, I'm too much of a... I don't know. I don't, I don't really decorate. They're a lovely addition to where you live. Oh, just having I, a abs- living... Absolutely. A lovely little living thing, you know... Mm-hmm. That that's living with you and it adds color to the house, baby. Especially like if you buy some certain plants, the leaves can be like red and yellow and and orange, etc. I've got I've got one particular plant called a Chinese evergreen, and it's the plant behind me when I'm streaming, and that's beautiful. It grows in the forests of China, and uh, it's got like a red trim around the leaves. And but anyway, having plants in your house, in for, it might not be for everyone, but for me, it's a lovely activity. Again, to see how things change for me as the days go by, coming back to how things age. So when I wake up, the first thing that I do is make my coffee, um, take my multivitamins, and I'll go around to each plant and see how they're doing, how the leaves have changed, have they grown anymore, are they doing okay? I'll lift the plant pot up and plant pot up, and I'll see if they need watering. You know, depending on the weight of the plant pot, it's a nice little activity to do every day, just to nurture everything. In, th- in the apartment and look after them. I think plants would be nice living alone. I live with my two brothers yeah. currently. And so like okay. just getting things like that, I, I don't know. But I they're, definitely they're, see the appeal living alone. Yeah, they're yeah. they're not hard work like a lot of people might think they are. I water all of my plants once every 10 days or so. That's mm. it. They're good to go. Oh, wow. They're really easy to look after. You know, you can get certain, you can get certain plants... Um, succulents, you know, cactus kind of plants where you can water them once a month. I said, leave them to it. Super easy. Okay. Will you ever get a full gilded set on your Iron Man? <laughs> full gilded? What? <laughs> you want me to get my armor back on my Iron Man? The gilded med helm, yes. the gilded plate body, gilded plate legs, gilded boots, gilded two hander, yes. and the third age amulet. You want me to get my original set back on my Iron Man? Yes. Which could probably take me about 150 years. <laughs> Honestly, I would love to, but I, I would love to get just one piece of armor back on my Iron Man, but who knows? I think but The whole set, I doubt it. 
I think uh, when you do pull a gilded piece, because you haven't, right? No. Yet. Um, when you pull one, I think that the, the addiction will set in. I think uh, that that's at least my kind of hope slash I, I think it'll just come naturally is like you really want to pimp yourself out because whenever yeah. when when I got my first third age piece instantly I was like okay this is all it's about like I just want third <laughs> age now that, that's that's all it that's I all mean it I do all of me. my clues baby whenever I get clues I'm doing them constantly I'm I love proud of clues. You for that. I, I love my clues whenever I get a clue I'm on that bitch right away bro always you know crossing my fingers for gilded or third age but um to get the full set you know, it's just it's just not really feasible, baby. But the the full gilded set that I had on, had on my main, that's like five pieces of gilded and the third age item. What's yeah. the chances of me getting that? <laughs> the chances are one clue, one casket could have all of it. I mean, True. that would never happen, but yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I, I got uh, my favorite piece of gilded actually last week, the gilded chain Which body. Is? Okay, I all right. I love the chain body. It's so you clean. Do. It, it reminds me of... Uh, Lord of the Rings when Bilbo's giving the mithril chain. Mithril. Yeah. Except it's like Yeah, yeah. Just, it, it's just so nostalgic because they, they didn't do anything to pimp out the chain body. It's like the typical bronze chain body, mithril yes. rune. But it's uh, the gold. way it should be. Yes. The way it should be is is gold plated rune. Yes. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying about the mithril chain body. Mithril. As light mithril. as a feather, yes. strong as a dragon scale. That's what yeah. Mithril should have been in this game. Mithril should have been higher than Rune, in my opinion. Mithril should have never True. even come out until later. Should have been yeah, like the no. absolute best stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. But but uh, they they were true to something. The Gower brothers at the time. Mithril is lighter than steel. Is it really? I've actually never yes. explored. Interesting. It is. It is. It's pretty light for a plate mail armor, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is lighter than steel. Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm holding on to hope that uh, chain bodies actually make a comeback. I feel like lately we've all been really obsessed with more like tanky Torva, yeah. Bandos. So I I, I want to uh, go back to like the medieval times, you know, just chain. Bodies. Oh yeah, like let's. Uh, well, there was plate mail in in the medieval times, you know. But I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm more of a beefy armor type of person. You know, oh, my really? gilded set. Yeah, I like, I like big beefy armor, man. I like the uh, well. One thing I would really love to see is like a brand new armor that comes out from some boss mm. or something that really is just a chainmail based thing. And but yeah. I want it to have sleeves as well. I want it to just yeah. be full chain. Like that would be so cool. <laughs> I mean, we kind of had it once upon a time. Remember the dragon chain body was best in yes. slots. Yes, yeah. that's what I that is, I think that's part of the yeah. nostalgia that really uh, makes me want a new set. Like okay, that. I see where you're coming from. I yeah. see. I see. Hey, before we move on to the next question, I've got just a couple of questions for you. Yeah. What are you doing in the game right now? I am playing smith RuneScape. I am smithing cannonballs right now. I'm smelting. Uh, with that double cannon mode, baby. <laughs> yes, yes. Hell yeah. It's fucking amazing, isn't it, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 wanted, I wanted something very chill today because I knew that we'd probably get into deep conversation. And the last thing I wanted to do would just be spam clicking something. Yeah. So taking a very real uh, I'm I'm finally mining amethyst on my iron man. I've Ooh. worked so hard to get here, so hard, baby. Hell yeah, yeah. What's um, the plan uh, the for only... ninety nine? Are you going to be doing amethyst the whole way? You think it just AFK? yeah, definitely, definitely. The ammo is just too precious. I'm definitely going to be spamming this to ninety nine. The only thing you... I need is the uh, the uh, expert mining gloves, which I'm going to get through amethyst. 
You know, I want to take a little shift actually into your goals for the game because yeah. you are on an Ironman and an yeah. Ironman that you've never, I mean, you've never experienced mid to late game Ironman. I mean, now you're no. experiencing it right now. Hey, I did one theater of blood run with Elkin uh, a couple of really? days ago. And I, 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 I made it to the second to last boss without dying, baby. And I Hell went yeah. in there blind. Hell yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, I just had Elkin instructing me on what to do and I did fairly well. <laughs> Elkin as a teacher too. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my boy. Yeah. Very cool. No, hey, Elkin's pretty experienced with TOB. He knows what he's doing. TOB was extremely difficult going in, especially if you're going in it completely blind where maybe you've only seen a couple streamers doing it here and there. Yeah. But it's tough. So, so I've... I've delved into Chambers of Zeret once, and I've delved into TOB once, and both times were Vulcan. And surprisingly, maybe, I much prefer TOB. I much prefer TOB just because you're getting straight into the bosses. No bullshit. Yeah. No mobs, no puzzles, no skilling or whatever. That's one thing that I actually don't really like about Chambers of Zeret. There's a lot of faffing around. Whereas yeah, TOB is absolutely. straight to the point, and I much prefer content like that. I did, I did way better at TOB than I did Chambers. I think uh, they've just been improving, and I think Raids 3 is actually going to be one of those raids that is no... The, the pace doesn't slow down. It's like, I think even the hallways themselves are going to have, like, sepulcher-esque uh, obstacles. Just yeah. getting to the next room will take a little bit of focus, which I think will be... It seems so. ...inviting. I don't know. That, that sounds fun. That sounds like the the flow doesn't leave. With chambers, I mean, you get a thieving room. Like the entire vibe of the raid is just completely gone at that point. It's like this is so boring. Yeah, the, the rhythm is just very up and down. I think in uh, chambers of Zarek, you know, but it's it is what it is. So, what are your uh, long term goals on your account? Right. So, um, I I do want to improve as a player. I'm pretty sure most of the community knows that, you know, know me is that I wasted a lot of years. Well, not wasted, sorry. I spent a lot of years, sorry, getting 200 mils, which isn't really going to improve you as a player, is it? Mm. So I'm still kind of like, I'm still pretty much a crapper, a noob. Um, I want to improve as a player. Right now, I'm in the preparation mode, the preparation phase on my Ironman. I'm getting all of the necessities, a few achievement diaries out of the way. You know, I've just got Amethyst out of the way so I can uh, make the really good ammo for PVM, etc. And right now my goals is um, a cool uh, amulet or a necklace, sorry. No, you're right. 10% mage. And uh, I want to do Zora after I get the accord. So right now I'm on the Slayer grind. I want to do Zora to get the blowpipe, the toxic trident, and then after that, I will be diving into raids here and there. So I just, just on that simplistic mission to just improve as a player, slowly but surely, but at my own pace. I'm basically working up in difficulty of PVM. That's the goal for me, really, to ease into it. And it's going to be quite uh, a slow process, but that's the way I want to do it. I don't really want to jump into all of the, uh, into the elite PVM because I just get way too much performance anxiety. Mm. I just want to slowly polish myself as a player. So um, I would definitely say this year you'll see some uh, some cornlet, some raids, etc. What's your Slayer level right now? Uh, ninety. Have you done Serb? Yeah. Wait, is Serb uh, ninety one? Serb's ninety one. Yeah, yeah. Serb's around the corner, but I've got all of the boots ready. I've got Infinity. I've got Rangers. Ooh. I've got my Dragon boots, of course. So I'm ready. I uh, wait. Have you done any Sire? 
No, no, I've never oh. done Sire before. Oh, I, you know, a lot of people despise Abyssal Sire. I yeah. think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I have to agree with them until you get Dragon Claws, which I'm, a lot of people don't have Dragon Claws when they grind Abyssal Sire, but, oh, those yeah. claws just melt. Melt it? Absolutely yeah. melt it, especially at the end where you're just sitting there hitting zeros over and over. Those claws will just finish the kill really nicely and cleanly. Well, I, I was told that to do Sire, I probably need a blowpipe, if I can remember correctly. I can't remember. Need a better uh, range weapon, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't need one. A lot of people use the trident to kill the vents, and then they just go with an arc light and kill it. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty oh, really? Sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure you would already be set. It would... Oh. Let me just say, it won't be the most enjoyable <laughs> experience, because a lot of people just don't enjoy Yeah, sire, well, well but... this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get semi-decent things before I jump into things, if yeah. you know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't want to I don't want to go into things scuffed as hell. S Sire so, right. and Serb are definitely, like, just so easy now that they're arc lightable. And arc light is so dominant. So Oh, yeah. It's ridiculously it fucking powerful. Yeah. But yeah, I'm in the preparation phase, really. I'm just polishing the Sire. account up, getting some nice items. You know, Zora items. I'm going for the Dragon Wall Hammer grind eventually. Mm. You got... Yeah. So oh, I'm so envious, man. Like I have so much to do. <laughs> truly the greatest times in my Iron Man experience were, like late game uh, uh slayer bosses yeah. and then into chambers like chambers were very oh. intimidating for me i never really wanted to do it because it just felt like such a big learning curve and so many hours but i have so much content to do that i've never done before and not a lot of people can say that can't they you know no not i have so year. much to do yeah that's really in my exciting. stream in in my stream my viewers are teaching me but when i go into other people's streams they're the pro the streamer, they're the pro, they're the ones with the Zotcoms, the Infernal Capes, and they're teaching the viewers, but it's the reverse in my stream. I think there's quite a... I, I don't know. I wouldn't say you're alone in that. Although it does feel maybe different because you have played for so long, and yet you do kind of feel that sense of... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Not not exactly newbiness, but just not having experienced a lot of the PVM side of the game, and Iron Man especially. Yeah. That's exciting. Okay, um, Eviescape asks, he, well, he says, <laughs> beg you get him to tell the RuneFest <laughs> breakfast story. Christ. So, uh, <laughs> do you not know about this? I, I maybe, I'm, like, you're gonna, you're just gonna have to well, go it. Well, I have always known who Eviescape is, the lovely man from, uh, down the Australia ways. And, uh, you know, I've always watched his YouTube videos here and there, so I've always known who that guy is. And I remember it was 2019 RuneFest. Was it 2019? I think it was anyway. And we're at the Aviator Hotel. A lot of the streamers are sat down around this table. And Eviescape's there. And and his friends are like, oh, yeah, Eviescape this and Eviescape that. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, they're cracking jokes and mentioning his name. And Eviescape's yeah. there laughing. And me being little, you know, little rig, you know, being a little troll, I went, who the fuck's Eviescape? Never heard of him before. <laughs> and everyone looked at me and they looked at each other and didn't say anything. And they just kind of laughed it off. And I remember Eviescape looked me dead fucking set in the <laughs> eyes as though, what? Uh, you know, this is kind of awkward. I was like, who the fuck's he? I've never heard of him before. Obviously, I know deep down who he is. Yeah. I don't know. I was just in <laughs> troll mode. I was in troll mode, bro. I was going to approach him and and say I'm joking, by the way. Yeah. Um, 
I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do this joke in this day and age, <laughs> just just because I'm a little bit different now. Yeah. But um, anyway, r- the day went by, and uh, Reviscape approached me at a RuneFest, and he went, "Hey, Rig, I hope you're doing okay, mate." I was like, "Yeah, I'm doing good." <laughs> and he went, I- "I'm Eviescape, by the way." I was like, "I know, brother." I know exactly who you are. I was just fucking around with you, you clown. <laughs> that was it, really. That's the whole story. That's it. That's it. I just pretended I didn't know who he was. You know... And then we had we had a nice little talk. You, you know, know th- those stories of, you know, streamers and a lot of, like, well-known players just meeting up at RuneFest. And we talked about... I vividly remember us talking about on the last podcast just RuneFest adventures, like the the, the good times you've had there. And I haven't experienced it because I started streaming and, bef- you know, as soon as I got to a point where I think I would have enjoyed RuneFest, of course, COVID yeah. came and uh, I am just dying for another opportunity to go to a RuneFest. <laughs> like, oh, it it's a great so time. I, I have a little uh, piece of advice for you, though. Don't hang around outside the toilets at RuneFest. <laughs> okay. Want to know why? Wouldn't plan on it, but yeah, why? Well, I was, um, so I, I, I needed the toilet and uh, I had my hoodie on that said Rigandau on the back. So obviously people could spot me from a mile away. And I was, I was standing outside of the toilets because one viewer stopped me to talk to me and I shook his hand and said, how are you doing? And I had my back facing the entrance to the toilets. Everyone that came out the toilet, they'd see Rigandau. So I actually had people stopping me constantly to talk to me and, and whatnot. And I saw... I swear to God, baby, every single hand that I shook was a wet hand. Oh, my God. Every single hand was wet through. Do you know what? Sometimes I think to myself, maybe it was a group of lads in the toilet that was like, hey, there's that little rig cunt outside. Let's piss in our hands and shake (laughs) his hands. You know, I always think maybe they did that. (laughs) Fuck that guy. But yeah, don't stand outside of the toilets with a say baby on your back. <laughs> All I know is avoid the dance floor. Uh, apparently, they, you are not allowed to wear deodorant on the dance floor. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I always just remember Jesus that meme. Christ. The, just that meme of that big guy with the sunglasses holding open the door. And if you, if you, you know, smell like <laughs> BO, then you're, you're allowed in. But if you're not, you know. So 2016 was my first RuneFest, and I have an experience with this. I remember I was uh, hanging out at the bar with uh, Lolander. You remember Lolander? Oh, yeah. Wim, the I king love... of the Iron Man, the yep. absolute king. Absolute beast. Um, me and him were hanging out by the bar, and um, I'm having my nice Coca-Cola, because I don't drink alcohol, of course. And uh, the, the balloons started dropping. You know, they were doing like a drop party on the dance floor where everyone had been dancing and listening to the music. And Wim looked at me and he was like, hey, Rig, do you want to go to the dance floor and see if we can pop some balloons? I was like, sure. So he walked really fast and I was walking kind of slow. I think I was kind of tired, man. And I eventually got to the dance floor and I shit you not, it was like a force field of pong. Pong, oh. bro. That, huh? what, what's, what's pong? Ass. <laughs> I mean, I could have guessed, but I just had to make ass. Fresh ass. Jesus Christ. Fresh. Bro, I. it was it's... like a force field of such a bad smell that I have never smelled before. And the oh only God. thing that it really reminded me of, I used to have this book when I was a young kid. It was like a Simpsons book with stickers. 
and there was this um, Homer Simpson sticker with him in his fridge, and you scratch the sticker where the fridge is, and it would you could smell Homer Simpson's fridge, <laughs> and it smelled like that. It's what it reminded me of, and and the smell hit me, and I literally turned around, did a fucking one eighty, and walked back to the bar. It Jesus deflected me. Christ. That's what you get when you have a bunch of gamers that, you know, spend a lot yeah. of time playing RuneScape. Probably just yeah. don't understand personal hygiene. And I'm not saying everyone there, but it, just a few a few people is all it takes. A yeah. few people that well, are really sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Haven't showered in a couple of days. Oh, my God. Like, like they, they, they might not smell pleasant, but I like to think we don't know what going through their life you know maybe they're in a dark place and they don't take care of themselves all that much so you know we never know their story at the end of the day bro but it it was a pretty bad smell i'm not gonna lie so i did walk off (laughs) (laughs) just like every uh, we don't really see the memes anymore but yeah like a month after every runefest on reddit you would just see the same deodorant memes on uh Rune fest because yeah. everyone experiences the same thing. It, it it was bad, man. I've never I've never smelled something like it before. It was terrible. Okay, here's a question from Quasi, kind of relating to something I asked uh, previously about your goals. But yeah, he, he asks, "What has been Riggs' favorite piece of content as an Iron Man already?" Um, and then he has a couple more questions, but I guess mm. my favorite piece of content so far, um. Remember, I've not really dived into any like exciting content yet, mm-hmm. but I would probably say my favorite content so far, um, maybe Barrows. I really liked the Barrows grind, but I was 05 at the time. I've not dived into any uh, serious PVM yet, to be uh, uh, to be honest. That's uh, fair. Actually, actually, no. My favorite piece of content that I've tried is probably Theater of Blood. I really enjoyed that. I've only done it once, but I enjoyed my time doing that. I can see myself spamming that one day. Oh, that, those would be great streams. Oh, yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. You, I didn't that- like- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. That Chambers will. of Zericor that much, but Theatre of Blood, I loved it. That will be a very hype stream. Seeing the thumbnail before clicking on your stream and seeing <laughs> you at, at Verzik, you know? Yeah, fin- finally doing some uh, worthy content. Yeah. Wait, if you thought if you thought Ranger Boots were was a great dopamine hit, just wait until you see a scythe in your chest. A scythe or just a CR or something like Even that. Even an Avernic will just I mean it's, yeah, it's defender. Such a good feeling. Absolutely, so man. Good. But but honestly, my dreams as an Iron Man um, 
is my, my ultimate goal in this game is in the back of my mind, baby. I literally think about it so much, but I'll get it when I'm ready and it'll be down the line when I've got better gear. I have always wanted the Infernal Cape. Yes. Didn't yeah. you get pretty close to it? I I, th I even heard that um, you, uh, you, you had done it a little bit on your main, but you just were like, eh. So I yeah. did five attempts on my main and I got to wave 50 plus every single time um in the five attempts um my best wave was 59 oh you and i had get, about get your cape yeah yeah you'll have budget four gear, of course but yeah yeah but no that's <clears throat> that's basically like the um i wouldn't say the ending it isn't i, I don't see an ending to this account i want to keep playing but the, the cherry on the cake if you know what i'm saying the infernal cape yep. if i get that i will be satisfied I don't think you will be though. That's the thing, because as soon as you get an infernal cape, your confidence and your uh, well, just your your well, yeah. I, can go I think I'll it. just um, I'll just focus on collection log and all that type of shit. I guess after after that, that's fair. Something something goes. There's like a switch that happens. At least for me and a mm. lot of other people I've talked to, as soon as you get your infernal yeah. cape, at least for me. I thought, okay, I'm getting my cape, and I'm never, ever going back to uh, the Inferno ever again. Like, uh, this is enough for me. I'm yeah. just going to get it once. And then you get it, and then you're like, ooh, I'm mm. kind of good. Like, I'm kind of good at this yeah. game now. And then you want to, like, push your limits a little bit more. So, I've, I don't know. I've always liked, I've always liked wave mechanics in, uh, in games where you, like, fight monsters, and it gets harder and harder. Um, you know, I've always liked the fight caves, but we can't compare yes. the fight caves to the Inferno. It's two different worlds. It's night and day. But I do. I aspire to do Inferno. It's it's in my mind. I am not avoiding it. I just want better gear. I want to become a better player before I jump into it. Because right now, I don't even know what tick manipulation is. I don't. I need to understand ticks and whatnot first. Mm -hmm. I need to get better with switches. I just need to become a better player. I'm not ready for it yet. It's so exciting though, so much to look I need to work to. on, I need to get confidence too, because right now I don't know much about PVM. I need to gather confidence before I jump in there. Yep. And uh, try out other means of PVM, TOB raids, you know, and all that type of stuff. I need to become a better player before I jump in there. But yeah, one thing's for sure though, baby, which I will uh, speak on. One day I hope to get the Infernal Cape. And one day if I get the Infernal Cape, it won't turn me into a douchebag like it has many other players. <laughs> It makes some players instantly elitist, it seems. Uh, yep, yep. And 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 that kind of shit needs to needs to be gone. It's terrible. Yeah. Some people uh don't want to get the infernal cape. That's completely fine. But some people can't fucking live with that. The psychopaths. <laughs> if you haven't got the infernal cape, you're a crapper. You're a shit. Blah blah. You know. Yeah. Why haven't you got it? Blah blah blah. But who cares? It's not that deep. Yeah. Some people don't want to get it. And that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, everyone wants to be an elite PVMer. Some people just want to play the game casually and and not do hard content. Some people want to play the game in a relaxing way, and that's fine. Yep. So when I get the cape, I'm never going to be that dude that that ridicules players for having in fire cape or whatnot. Never, never, ever, ever. Good for you, because yeah, that yeah. is a very common thing. <laughs> yeah, that shit's a big problem, bro. It's it, literally bullying. It's bullying yeah. at the end of the day. No, absolutely. I'm not about that these days. I mean, I even remember back in 2015, I got my first ever fire cape, just sitting at the Grand Exchange, judging every obby caper at the Grand yeah. Exchange. Just you pathetic. Yeah, it's just worthless. it's just not the way to be, bro. <laughs> it horrible. really isn't. It's horrible. Yep. Um, and and it usually happens when, uh, well, I don't know. Everyone's think... got their own style of playing, man. Not everyone's destined to get the Infernal Cape. Not everyone's destined to get the Zuck Cape, and that's that. 
I have a couple questions for you regarding what I've seen on Twitch lately. And one of those things is your mm-hmm. return to streaming after your break. I've noticed yeah. you've been a lot more, I guess, uh, at least my perception of it is more engaging with the Twitch community in general. In fact, a lot of the new mm-hmm. generation of streamers know who you are and really admire you. Um, one of what them do you being, mean by engaging? I, I don't um, know what it is. I, I feel like... Uh, I feel like as a 2016 streamer, that that was your yeah. era with uh, Z- yeah. what I remember is Zulu, Hey Jace, all those guys. The magnificent out. trio. Yep. I yes. feel like there's something that happens as a streamer where all of a sudden, two years later, there's new streamers coming. It's like the new generation. I always see it like every two years or so. Yes. And then the older guys seem to already have a solidified base where they're comfortable. They don't really yep. need to be reaching out to newer streamers and trying to build more of connections and stuff no i would say i'm completely an independent streamer at this point thankfully but here's the cool thing i've noticed is that you actually do uh kind of reach i don't know about reach out but it's mainly like you're just very uh welcoming and in fact i've seen like zoe pancakes have a lot of Mm -hmm. good to say about you and she's one of the absolute like new generation of streamers yes. that i've seen and that's really cool to see the generations kind of combining because it doesn't happen often and i gotta well, just say that's a cool thing i've noticed well i i'm just a person that views the the twitch community the directory as one big family and whoever wants to start streaming for whatever purpose may it be a hobby or their uh their goal is full-time i'm always encouraging them you know at the end of the day it's a cake and i'd love for all of us to have a slice that's the really cool part as well is that there really is no seal like there's not like oh that we we have enough streamers get out of here like we'll no 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 it's, it's a very growth. selfish way to put it at the end of the day i think i think streaming is such a a privileged way of life and if anyone wants to pursue it i'd, I'd do nothing but encourage them yeah. to go for it chase the dreams whatever they want to do in life you know encourage them at the end of the day if that's what they want you encourage them yeah it's part of being a human now, uh, kind of adding on to that question, have you ever considered um, doing other things with your stream? Uh, mm, like w- Whether it be a different game, whether it be some sort of IRL, w- whether it just be still mm. what you're doing right now, but just changing things up, adding new <laughs> well, elements uh, to your stream. Do you mean like playing different video games? and? Yeah, that too, but also just... I don't know, just changing things up in any way. It could still be the same game. It could still be certain things, but just adding different uh, things. Yeah. My stream isn't broken, so I don't want to fix it. So I'm pretty happy with the way things are going. I just, you know, I've always had the same kind of formula, really, with streaming. But um, as for playing different games, I I like playing different games. It's very rare because I'm just too, I'm just too fucking dedicated to old school baby i'm i'm more motivated than i've ever been i've probably been the most motivated playing old school now living in this new home um than i've ever been really i love the game more than i ever have honestly um but when it comes to streaming new games i don't really like to tinker into that really just because i like streaming old school when i when i play a different video game I don't know why, but the vibes change. It really does, man. I'll I'll play a different video game, and I'll I'll like say that I'm going to play it for a couple of days, but I'll still get a constant influx of the 
of, of players saying, have you quit? When are you going back to RuneScape? What made you burn out, Rig? Every time. Oh, this, this is RS3. Blah, blah. Yeah, I just get shit like that, man. I just can't be <laughs> fucked. When are you coming back to old school, Rig? Uh, see, I've never experienced that yet because I have been a absolutely dedicated old school streamer. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, that always terrifies me of just even dipping your toes it's, into any sort of... It's to be expected, though, because for the past six years, it's been nothing primarily but old school RuneScape. So when I play a different video game, it just uh, catches a lot of people off guard, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I do like streaming different video games. It's ever so rare. I do enjoy it, but again, you just get people coming in constantly asking, why have you quit, even though you've played a different video game for one fucking day? Okay, here's a topic, and I already I feel like I already know the answer, but I'll let yeah. you. A, his, it's just A, he asks, will you ever make another hardcore, or is that just not no. for you anymore? No, 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 terrible experience. No, I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated to rigging <laughs> down my, my Iron Man. No. I, uh, it, was one of the, it was a dreadful experience for me. I don't want to play the game in an uncomfortable way like that anymore. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. I was a, I was a hardcore on this account even, and when I died, I'm like I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not like subjecting yeah. myself. And I even brought up a a point on my stream like hardcore seriously restricts you. It I does mean, beyond even content. I mean, you will sit at God Wars and panic, eat up to 120 HP at all times because it just the thought of you dying is just horrible. You're where, constantly playing with your ass cheeks clenched. Yep, and you can't and even enjoy the, the true mechanics of a boss because you're so focused on staying high HP. Surviving. Yes. Yes. It's boring. It, it, it really does limit some of us. It, it, it severely limited me in my, in, my, uh, in my will to branch out and become a better player and, you know, learn things. For one, I couldn't even step in the fucking wilderness. You know, I was yep. too scared. Yep. But no, no, that's a big, big no-no. I suicided my hardcore. Yeah, there's your answer. Um, I've I've also brought up on uh, actually just last week's podcast with Qneeks. He was, we were talking about his experience initially starting streaming, where he had made several hardcores and just continued mm. to die on them and continued to remake. And I'm really glad. And part of it is to do with Bodhi <clears throat> having moved on to a main account where he's collection logging, where yeah. that whole. I don't know. There was a real big sentiment in the community that hardcore Iron Man was like the best content. And now I'm glad it's kind of taken a turn where you don't see quite as many hardcores anymore. And it's not as exciting as it used to be a few years back. Yeah. Good in um, my opinion. The best content is whatever you enjoy the most. I'm an Iron Man. I love Iron Man, but it's not the center of the fucking universe for, for everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of that. Okay, Champions Cape has a funny question. Please have an in-depth five-minute discussion on how the Ranger boots looked back in 2004, and they're actually li linked here, and they just look like a pair of gnome boots, green little gnome boots. I don't know if we even have five minutes to talk about this, but no, do you have don't. any thoughts whatsoever on that? No, they they just used to uh, be green boots, and now they became the range of boots we know today. They just got graphically updated. 
I love how reindeer boots look. You even you 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 said it perfectly on your stream when you got them that Pegasians are the the downgrade truly. They are. Nice they look so much worse than reindeer boots, they baby. They do. They do. <laughs> they 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 don't look elegant at all. They look clunky. I don't know. There's something it's... about them, man. I'm probably going to turn on that that plugin where I it, it still looks like Ranger Boots. Oh, the transmog thing? Yeah, but then again, everyone will say, why haven't you got pegs? Yeah. Everyone will just, <laughs> you just can't win. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. See, I, uh, I've i only had one pair of Ranger Boots on my iron. I've done about almost 900 mediums at this point. Still just have my one yeah. pair, but I have been passively hunting another pair of rangers just so i can actually flex those as a little yes uh, little bank yeah boot there's a little bit of a you know fashion scape yeah because pegasians just don't hit they just don't <laughs> they work don't. they don't work with fashion they're they're hey, still fine like, but like i like prims i like the mage boots i forget the eternals are yep, they eternals i like i like them they look great but there's something about pegasian boots with range gear it just doesn't click to me like the range boots do yeah i and i think the biggest part is like pegasians don't look bad it's just rangers look so much better they do they do they're one of the most prettiest and clean looking items in the game the rangers absolutely. man you know what's a really nostalgic item for me? I used mm. to, back in the day, I got really obsessed with RuneScape. This is probably like 2006, 2007, because I had quit for eight years after the removal yeah. of Wilderness and stuff. Um, but before that, I used to have a little notebook, and I would basically recreate my own version of RuneScape. I'd have pages and really? pages and pages of me designing gear Matt and me like and gear and drawing stuff and like writing the levels of certain things and drawing maps like i swear to god if i actually go to my home i'm pretty you sure i find them man that will be content for twitter I, yeah i think i have a drawer <laughs> of all of these little notebooks of me just being so into runescape i mean it's such a core part of me uh, but one of yeah. the one of the one of the most nostalgic items, in my opinion, is the Santa hat, which doesn't hit quite as well anymore because Santa yeah. hat's just super common now. But mm. the Robin Hood hat. Oh yeah, the Robin Hood hat has, has something. Oh yeah. super incredibly nostalgic to me. That well, just like, oh. well, the Robin Hood's especially been um, quite special to me because I'm from Nottingham, baby, and that's where oh, you know yeah. the tale of Robin Hood came from. So oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's a very special item for me too. I've always loved it. Yeah, that yeah. Robin Hood hat is just like so good. I remember just seeing items, you know, like just the sprites of the items, not even the items on your character, but just what they look like in the inventory. In, in the inventory, yep. yeah. Yep. There's and, and the Robin Hood looks so pretty yeah. in the inventory, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, bro, there, that, that lovely yes. orange feather on it. There are a lot of items that yeah. you just you play this game and it just brings you back to when you were nine years old and you're just like, yes. oh my god, like I used to dream was, about this. What was my favorite item back in the day? Let me think. Well, the, the item that I frothed over the most, I'd probably say when I was 14 years old in the old neighborhood, probably the dragon chain, baby. It was the prestigious item to have back then. It's what a lot of players dreamed of, frothed over, worked towards the D-Chain. It was one of the status yep. items back then, wasn't it? Back when it was about 18 mil in uh, 2004-2005, it was 18 mil, but this was when GP was so different. The way we viewed GP back then was so different compared oh, to how we view yeah. it right now. For one, you know, 18 mil back then was probably like, probably like 3 bill right now, right? 
But we had a different view on gold back then. It was just so much harder to make. Oh, yeah. I mean, back then, picking flax was a good moneymaker in our yeah, eyes. Yeah, absolutely, bro. I remember, I remember many, many times people would trade me to flex and they'd put up 100K and I'd lose my shit. Completely lose my shit. There was something truly special about seeing yeah. the white text when it went to 100. Yes. And but there were there was an era, and you probably played more, and you remember more than me. Well, back when the 100k well, was actually yellow, not yellow. Yes, yeah. I played for quite a while before it turned white and green. But yeah, once the upon green. a time, no matter. You. Oh my god! Yeah. Ten yeah, I played for Wait, a while. You ha- you have a green cash deck on your iron, correct? Yeah, 13 mil right now. Yeah, humble that, 13 mil. That green though still hits oh yeah oh yeah bro (laughs) great update (laughs) but but i'll tell you something about the old days compared to now again i love the game so much bro but you know i've played it for nearly two decades now Mm -hmm. and one thing that i'll say about the old days compared to right now is that nothing makes my jaw drop anymore like it did as a child you know when the imagination was broad you know you know in in this day and age, I can see a Zuckelm and I'll be like, wow, that guy's that guy's such a great player. You know, I'll I'll be respectful and um and I'll see like an inferno cape and again I'll be like, Wow, that's amazing, bro. I know what that guy's been through. You know, I've seen all of the streams of people struggling with Inferno. But back in the day when I was 14, 13 years old and I'd see someone in full dragon, my jaw would drop. <laughs> it gave me such a reaction. Uh, you know, they'd have full dragon, and here was me chopping oak trees for fucking money, yep. Yep. getting like 2k an hour, and they're in they're in tens of millions of, and I'd be thinking, how have they done that? How? You know what's how crazy? How have they done it? Okay, so I have a couple things to add. First of all, level 126s at Castle Wars Lobby 2006, you see those players, and they would wear their yeah. little cavaliers and their abyssal whips in their hand their d chains first of all abyssal whips were the like abyssal whips and robin hood hats were like Mm god tier the the d chain didn't quite hit me the same as it affected you but well you know in castle wars when you would see someone like level 120 it's it's when they had the ancient staff you would knew that you've won the game oh everyone too arams you want to crowd around him and parade him and say this is it we've won the game we have an ancient mage (laughs) And then you'd see him leave the yeah. portal and go to the other team, like fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then you're trying to like spam into their port. Yeah. There's always like, those Castle Wars lobbies. I swear were just so skewed. Like that, you'd get a total yeah. noob team. Well, in in 2004, um, I played throughout the whole year of 2004, and back then it was actually quite rare to see someone level 100. Oh yeah, Quite a rare it was sight. so rare. Yeah, yeah, one ten and, and, and above, this... especially too. You're like, oh yeah, bro. Yeah, when you see someone that was level hundred, you'd think, fuck me, he's a walking god. Yeah, you would. I would uh, fanboy the fuck out of them. Yeah. I would go to POH come... parties and just like look. I would go yeah. to the throne room where there's a bunch of level hundred pluses, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna be your little like servant basically, because like I'm just in awe of your. <laughs> Back power. when combat levels were relevant, you would yes. literally pay attention to what combat yes. level people were. Back then, I'd right-click people, but I don't see the numbers. I just don't see them. I just see the green and the red. Yep. But back then, you would pay attention to their combat level. The, Holy fuck, is level 112. The worst thing ever was coming to old school, because I started in 2015, mm-hmm. September. And yeah. 
there was already six-hour Guthans, all that shit. And so it was just such a pathetic sight to just log in and see just everybody was a level 115 plus. Yeah. And then you'd look yeah, at pretty their sad stats time. and it that, was just like that total level 800. Yeah, that should have been fixed so long yes. ago. They left, I think Jagex left uh, the six-hour Guffin method up for far too long. Way too long. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to add. Oh, it was... Uh, I think it was the... Um, uh, oh, fuck, I, I've, I've kind of forgotten where I was going to go. Take your time. No, nah, I, I can't remember. It'll, it'll come to me in a second. Okay. But... I do just really love those times. So I'll ask you a question. What was your most just nostalgic mm. memory? And we may I may have asked this in the previous podcast, but I want to just know mm-hmm. just just for old times sake, just my, my most fondest memory back then. My most fondest memory of what, the mid two thousands? Early two sure. thousands? Yeah. Honestly, plain and simple. Um I spent my whole time from level 75 woodcutting to 99 at the magic trees at the sorcerer's garden at sorcerer's tower sorry right next to the legends guild i did 75 to 99 there with all of my friends back then with our legends capes and pieces of our dragon just chopping magic trees and talking to people after school getting into arguments fighting off the randoms that that's that's my fondest memory whenever i think of the days back then it's the magic trees did you ever okay First of all, I was a woodcutter back then. So yeah. those it were wasn't... my that was my dream was to cut magics with the kings, you know? Yes. Yeah. With the kings. <laughs> like just oh, chilling, uh... talking, <clears throat> cho- chopping your magics. Like, oh. Well, yeah, you know, you know, in 2004, if you could cut magic trees, you were actually a respected player. <laughs> yeah. Literally, literally you were respected. Dude, getting to 60 woodcutting was like the hardest grind of my entire life. Just getting to use. And then I was like, dude, I have to do yeah. this twice over, basically. Oh, I, I remember fondly I'd be cutting magic trees. And every now and then we'd have a noob walk by in pieces of steel and mithril gear. And he'd be like, oh, my God, you guys are magic log cutters. Holy crap, you guys are you guys are amazing. Could I have a magic log, please? And he'd beg us for a magic log just so he could have one. <laughs> this was back when the magic trees looked different. Can you remember that? No, did they? They I'm looked different curious. back in the day. So in the 2004 times, they they were like a normal tree with a blue swirling light around them. Um, yeah. Do I Do you not remember that? Well, actually, you started in 2006, right? No, 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 no. I, I started in 2004, but it was like... Oh, uh, my bad. It was around fall, though. So now I'm very curious. I'm going to look up images. See what they look like? Hold up. Let me see if I can uh, find a picture. It's so hard to find a picture sometimes yeah. of what they used to look like. Because um, cause honestly, they didn't really... Um, it wasn't really in the game for that long before they got updated to the uh, the starry, sparkly magic tree. Oh, I can't find a picture, man. That's so sad. But yeah, they used to look diff- different. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I always just praise those kings, and I would I would try to play it cool, but I couldn't. I was fanboying so hard. I tried to. Just, oh yeah. I tried to be so cool, and I was just a kid, and I uh, just <laughs> could never be one of them. But uh, it, it's, oh, I, it's wrecking my head that I can't find a picture. I'm not gonna lie. Somebody in the comments will probably find it or something. Yeah, um, but yeah, but yeah, they, they used to have a blue swirling light around them, and the logs look like any normal logs. Interesting. Did you ever mm-hmm. get any 99s back then? Yeah, 99 woodcut. 
Was yeah, that I it? got it in no uh, ninety nine Runecrafting. I was a beastie Runecrafter back in the day, baby. Wait, wait, wait. I are, was... we, are we talking post two thousand seven, like the year? Yes, yes. I was a ninety nine Runecrafter in two thousand five. Jesus, are you yes, serious? Yeah, I, yeah. I skyrocketed my progression after two thousand five. <laughs> You were, yes, you I was were one beast. of the kings. Holy shit. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was a beast. I did not know day. that. I, I've always loved runecrafting ever since a child. That's why I, you know, I got a hundred mil on my main. I've always loved it. So I was an abyss runecrafter when I was 14. Did you ever pay runners? Cause that, that was the glory no. days of basically just getting servants to just work for you for 10 I, an hour. <laughs> no, I, I did the law. I, I no, my bad. I did the law running world and I would craft okay. a law runes. I did that to 91. Sorry. My bad. Wow. Yeah, you were one of the kings. Okay, I I didn't know that. I I thought maybe yes. maybe you had gotten some nine nines post, you know, a, a little bit later before no. EOC and stuff. But damn, okay. I, I I was I was ninety nine Runecraft. I was ninety nine wood cutting. Um, and the rest were like eighties and nineties. That is very impressive. See, that's back when yeah. a lot of us right now are in in our mid to late twenties, where you're in your thirties yeah. now, and like you just had a mm -hmm. bigger brain than all of us we were we were so, children <laughs> you were at so least a basically teenager. basically from the year 2000 and late late 2003 to late 2004 i was basically a shitter i didn't know what i was doing not i didn't know a clue i, I was wandering around doing stupid stuff but then i started woodcutting you know and it advanced to 2005 and i got to 99 and i bumped into a certain player was doing magic trees and he went by the name of calorius and he actually went on to be rank one for a particular time around the year 2009 Holy. and he he was the one that told me about runecrafting I, I remember saying to him how can i make more money he he had a lot of 99s uh, back then he was a beast and i remember saying how did you make all of your money because he had 99 prayer and i you know that, that was insane yeah. and he said i runecrafted so i that, that's how i that's how i got into runecrafting by calorius Wow. And he was a rank yeah. one player at some point. That's insane. At, at some particular time, yeah, around 2008, 2009, he was rank one. Not for not for that long, though. But yeah, in, in 2005, he had a lot of 99s. What was the best year of RuneScape, in your, in your opinion? Just like the most when, magical, I guess. When I was a child, um, I would probably say... Let me just let me just process this question. You know, so much history, baby. Let me think. The best year for me, I would probably say, when Slayer was the end skill. So two thousand and five, yeah, it was just a simplistic time. It was magical and simplistic before farming, before construction, before hunter. Farming, hunter, and construction changed the game in some ways. You know, we had chins to get ninety nine range. We had the poh came with the gilded altar and whatnot we had farming herbs slayer was just a very and slayer was the end skill it was just a more simplistic time yep and it was fascinating watch everyone race to 85 slayer to get that unknown weapon at that particular time the abyssal whip oh yeah it's so good because remember this is this is a time where jagex would bring out updates and i much preferred it and they tell you nothing about the update Every update that came out came with mystery. And I wish the old school team did that. They basically tell us the whole update before it comes out, and we know what to do pretty much, it seems. But back yeah. then, there was mystery in the game, even with the updates. 
and seeing the first players get the whip and we had to figure out how powerful it was and shit like that. And the special attack was max. The old or special zero. attack. That's right, yeah. Fifty percent of your special attack bar, max it or a zero. So. That didn't last long. <laughs> yeah. That didn't last long. I can you remember the old magic training method? I don't know. You have to tell oh, me. Oh yeah. Well, back in, just a random thought, really, but yeah. back in 2004, and I think it was 2005, I can't remember when they changed it, but all of the rich players would get 99 magic in literally like five hours, if they had the money. And that was by the charge spell. The charge spell had no cool, uh, cooldown. Oh, So you could really? spam it. You Jesus. could click it. As fast as you clicked it, you would get the experience, if you had the runes. <laughs> okay, that's a little busted. <laughs> and, I, and, I, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's how Zezima got 99 magic. I could be wrong. Wow. But I think that's how we got 99 magic back in the day. Spam charge. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I want to ask you about a new skill coming into wait, old wait. school. Yeah, yeah, go. Wait, go wait, wait, wait. Before we continue, I am very comfortable right now, but I will say for the for the first half an hour, I was warming up on this podcast, baby. I was really anxious telling my uh, my history and my childhood, so I want to apologize. I was really struggling to get my stories out and form them properly, but I'm, I'm, I'm all good now. But I was so anxious at the start, man. I thought I'd just admit that and say that. Oh, no, it was great. Yeah, uh, I, I was warming up, man, but it, I'm okay now. It's definitely different vibes, and those can definitely like affect the the mood yeah. of the, the conversation for sure. But yeah, because I'm, I'm glad we I, got that out. I knew I wanted to talk about my childhood, but I always mm -hmm. struggle with that. But yeah, carry on. I think it's uh, just dwelling on that for a, another second is just uh, I think a lot of people do have their own childhood trauma and things that yeah. they've had to deal with, and so hearing that, where a lot of the time we kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Put it away. I can I, think I can never ex I can never explain my childhood in a very neat way. I struggle. Yeah. It's topsy turvy when I try and explain it. So I apologize everybody for that. It was probably a little bit messy the way I explained it, but I tried. But yeah, carry on, baby. I wanna ask you about a new skill coming into old school. If you're in favor or what just your thoughts are on it in general and what you would like to see maybe as a new skill. N O. No, thank you. <laughs> I love that. No, just no. Really? No, bro. I. So why? I just, Let's hear it. I just, you know what? There's, this is called old school RuneScape, and there's not many things keeping it old. Like, there's not many reasons to keep it old school these days. There's only a few left. And one of the few things left is level 126 combat and Hunter being the end skill. I just I just think it would taint the game if there was a new skill, man. It would just be going down the road of it. It'd just be going down the road of it being a new a new error or something like that, man. It's hard to explain, but That's fair. It's it it I I just like Hunter being the end, bro. Do you do you think to yourself, baby, wow, old school really needs a new skill. We need it. Um Do you think that? I am not one person that thinks we need it. I think I personally think it would actually do good for the game, though. Okay, that's fair enough. Honestly, there's 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 plenty of room for ideas and good ideas for there to be a new skill in the game. Definitely, bro. There could be a new skill that comes to the game, and it could be amazing for sure. But it's just one thing that I, it's just one thing that I don't really want. I could I could happily live without one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I know I haven't got many good reasons, but it's just, it's no, just, I, I don't know. There is uh, definitely 
reasons for and against it. I think part of my bias actually comes from me being so late game and uh, just yeah. wanting a, a refresher without having to, you know, remake an account or try something different, like on a different account. Like I love, I love constant progression on one account, but I think a new skill. Yeah. There would be consequences to it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not thinking it's all butterflies it's, and rainbows having it, but I do think... It's a controversial topic, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know the community is 50-50 on, uh, on this topic. Yep. It's it's controversial, and uh, there's a lot of people that... A lot of people that don't want a new skill. There's a lot of people that do. Put it this way. If we did eventually get a new skill in the game, I wouldn't be salty about it. I'd, I'd take it on the chin. I'd still play. I'd still love the game. But my answer is no. I don't want a new skill, regardless of what it is. I just, I just like the game. I just like the skill panel in its pure state. Twenty-two seventy-seven. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's totally. When fair. do we stop calling the game old school? It's already beyond old. It's already beyond old school. I mean, to be fair. Yeah. So here is a little bit of reasoning that uh, I get excited about a new skill, is because. First of all, the old school team is big now, and yeah. maybe it doesn't appear as big because we barely get updates. It seems as though, but there is a lot of things in the work uh, works, and Raids Three mm. is one of them. And seeing screenshots of those rooms and things like they look beautiful. Yes, and I think they're starting to. Under okay, okay, so let me just say right now, if there <laughs> yeah. were to, if there was to be a skill added, a brand new skill added back mm. in 2017, that would have been a shit show. It would have completely yes. fucked the game, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> like, like look yeah. at the updates we got. We got rooftop agility. That was like one of the grandest <laughs> things ever. It's just literally yeah, clicking a click I box know. to the next. It's like, oh my god. So yeah, I think the longer we delay a new skill, the absolute. I think it'll actually be a better scenario because I, the I team agree. understands it's fun. Gives, the, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Balancing can agree. go a longer way as well. And true. But, yeah, back then it was a bit more of a volatile stage of yeah. the game, wasn't it? Yes, very. Yeah. I mean, you just look <laughs> at the update. Like, do you remember Winter Todd release? I know you did grind that to 200 mil, but did you did, yeah. play it on release initially? I think, no, no, not straight away. I never play new content straight away just because I'm pretty fucking dumb. I wouldn't have a clue what I'm doing. It'd be mm -hmm. very embarrassing. Um, I'm not really um, one. I'm not really a fast learner, baby. I have to learn from others to be able to do things. I'm not an innovator. I'm, I'm not afraid to admit that. So whenever new content comes out, like Raids Three, etc., I'm not going to jump into that. It'd be a shit. It'd be a shit show, man. Yeah. So uh, no, I leave it like a week or two if I want to start some new content. I'll see what all of the great players are doing now. They're doing it. Then I'll then I'll try it myself. We have seen incredible updates that are very... They're simple updates, relatively, when you think of Guardians of the Rift yeah. and Temporos and things. Like, these are great mini-games. They really are. But when you look back at, you know, back in 2016 when Winter Todd was released, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, this is horrible. <laughs> like, like it's fine, I guess, for I, the time period. But it's not great. We just it's not really an it. intricate mini-game, is it really? But yeah. I, I, I liked it. I, I liked Winter Todd. It's better than yeah. fucking using a Cinderbox on a log outside oh, of oh, Catherby oh, yeah. or whatever. But but you just see it as a very simplistic design that yeah. could have had so many True. quality of life to it. Like just I, I agree. 
But it shows. It shows the progression of the old yes. school team. And might I add, I think they're doing a fantastic job with the content that we've seen in the last year. Same. Fantastic, man. Same. Guardians of the Rift. And uh, I could go on and on, but it's just been great, man. I'm a big fan of Guardians of the Rift. I think they nailed it with that, man. They did. And another thing, another thing, I don't know about you, baby, an update that I've been asking for for years, for over half a decade, the max hits black. It's I have wanted so that in good. the game since 2014-15. I remember really? I tweet the Jagex every now really? and then, put a gold trim around the max hit, put a gold trim around the max hit. I'd, I'd tell him like every couple of, couple of uh, <laughs> times a year. It's so good, dude. It's, I, I Honestly, was... it, it's one of my favorite updates. Uh, I'll say yeah, it. Clear. It's good. It's such it... a subtle thing, but such a... <laughs> Such a huge impact to PVM, to PK, and to content and whatnot. It's just like a little bit extra dopamine that goes a long way. It's like it's more of an you. it's more of an oomph, you know. Yeah, yeah. I did a max claw spec, and you get yep. four of them. Just, just Bang. disgusting. It's like you squirted yeah. mustard all over it. Just it's boom. just more dopamine, bro. And they did a great job. They did they did a great job it's with the max old because it's, it feels good. It's still old. Yeah. It still feels old school. I could picture that. I could picture that being in 2006 if that was the idea back then. Yep, I could. It just looks old school. It's still the regular max hit. Uh, it's still the regular blood splat with a little gold trim around it, and it's a bit more beefy. Yep, it's great. So let me ask you this now that you uh, address that: Is there another update you would like to see, or is there something that's been on, yep. on your mind for a while that you mm -hmm. would love to see in this game? Let me hear it. So when I was at TwitchCon Amsterdam, great time by the way, I had some nice uh, quality time with Marisa, aka Ben, a dear friend of mine. I love Ben dearly. And I basically uh, said to Ben, my concerns with the Fievin skill. Fievin is my uh, most hated skill purely because no matter what method you do, you're spam clicking all the time. In my opinion, there's no real charming way to train Fievin. You do Pyramid Plunder, you're spam clicking on jars. You do pickpocketing, you're spam clicking on NPCs. We need a, a Fievin minigame. And I know we've got Pyramid Plunder as a Fievin minigame, but it's just a spam click fest. Yep, it's and, old. And to be fair, and it's old. It's like 17 years old. I think the next skill that needs attention is Fievin because there is no charming method to train it. I completely and I, agree. I, I said to Aiza, I think the minigame things we've been doing has been fantastic for the game. And I would love to see a Fievin minigame. And he kind of got my point when I told him the only methods we can train Fievin, really. Yeah, like they've they've come they've tried to give tiny little minigames to thieving. Like one of them is the artifacts in yeah. Zaya, but that's so bad. Like it's, it's, it's so bad. It, literally, <laughs> there's great. no, there's no like laid back or or fun way to train it. It's stale. It's very stale. Here's a cool thing, and this is what I've kind of talked about. There's gathering skills, and then there's buyables in the traditional sense. Now for Iron Man, buyables are yeah not quite buyables, but then you have agility and thieving, which don't really have a category. They're just mm -hmm. there. And agility yeah. with Sepulchre. I don't know if you've touched Sepulchre yet. I, I've never touched it, but the plan is to do it when I get 93. Well, I'm, I'm just I'm just going to do rooftops till 93, you know, get yeah, lots of stamina. That's fair. For gen in general, then I'll try it. It's, it's, but I want that ring of endurance. Oh, yeah. It's brutal learning. Don't get me wrong. But when you start just doing it a little bit more, you start getting really comfortable with it. And it is so fun. And 
thieving, I'm not going to lie, they could come out with mm. something challenging. What I want to see with a new thieving update that makes thieving enjoyable is something yeah. that's challenging and extremely rewarding. En like, engaging. Something yes. engaging. Do you know, I, I honestly think mini games are uh, for skilling is fantastic. It brings everyone together. It makes the game feel more MMO. Yep. I think mini games are amazing for the game. Amazing, bro. And the craziest thing is, is I used to disagree with that uh, back really? when. How come? Well, because the only examples of mini games were like uh, Winter Todd and mm. Volcanic Mine and like little. No, that, yeah. Just just things that weren't good and they dominate. Like Winter Todd, of course, is a weird example because fire making really was already a pointless yeah. skill. But dominating the scene, what they've done very well is with Temporos and Guardians of the Rift is there's still a reason to do traditional skilling and yes. you actually get buffs from it you know you get the fishing yeah. barrel and you get the outfit and all that it's awesome i i think guardians of the rift yeah the fishing barrel is so up here isn't it oh my god he's double the inventory it space is, it is one item it's it crazy <laughs> but i'm not complaining i'm not i'm complaining. not either it's good no, i'm not I, complaining like, I think it's cool I, <laughs> I think it's a yeah. i mean to be honest karam ones are very busted now but they're still yeah. good though it's still like, good like five minutes of afk isn't it <laughs> It's great. I'm not complaining, man. Yeah. Great no, Netflix skill. Th there definitely is, and again, I think it comes with age. I think initially in younger 20s, we get very passionate. We get very, like, pigeonholed into our beliefs of, like, like for example, I was very much, I hate AFK back, like, five years ago. And now uh, I can okay. definitely appreciate it a lot more when my entire life is not log into RuneScape and play all day. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah i hear that bro yeah. when it comes to afk i'm not gonna lie it's always gonna be my most appealing way to play this game because you know when i first started this game what appealed to me most is that people can click on a tree and just forget about the game just watch your player because mm -hmm. yeah, i've got such a laid-back personality man and i've always i've always liked afk and in this game man it's what appealed to me because before runescape i came from games like goldeneye on nintendo 64 you know fast-paced games and or not, and just to finally bump into a game where it's relaxing and you can chill out, you know, and switch off for a bit. I've, AFK has always been like a, something that's a, I don't know, just a preferred way of playing more time. Yep. Now, Whenever I'm not streaming, I'm doing something AFK. Yeah. Yeah, Did, just slowly training on something. I have a question. Did you play much in like uh, pre EOC, like between 2008 and 2012 ish? Nope. No, I did not play from 2007 to 2013. So all I really know is the old times. Okay, that's you're yeah. you're on my page then. I'm a genuine old school player, bro. All yeah. I know is the RS2 graphics before the 08 update mm -hmm. to HD. Well, I guess my questions are irrelevant then because I always do like. Yeah, to I wouldn't know the what brain. you're talking about. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean same here. I don't. I know a little bit because I've interviewed. Well, interviewed. I've had conversations with a lot of uh, individuals that did play back then. They give me ideas. In yeah. fact, a lot of the ideas nowadays that I come up with or just like think is like, "Ooh, this is original." It's like RS3 already has. I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but I, I know nothing about what happened in the game either. after 2007. Nothing at all. I haven't got a clue. Yep. The only thing that I'm aware of from that game that I wanted no Skate was the Max Hits plat. <laughs> I just remember seeing oh, that on YouTube videos. Well, yeah yeah sense. yeah yeah 
I was yeah, that like orange rectangle. Yeah, I, I was saying this in my stream last night, talking about how like progressive RS3 is, where they can just do whatever they want. They can make updates. They can try new yep. things. Some of the time, it completely fails. Uh, and a lot of the time, the direction is not great, like microtransactions and stuff. But yeah. but they, they do feel like a more freeing game, and I've never played it. I literally have never played RS3 once. Um, I, I have nothing against the game, you know, nothing at all. But yeah. so long as old school RuneScape's around, I'd rather play this because it's just what I'm familiar with at the end of the day. Yeah, there's uh, definitely perks to this game. One of them is just the just the very charming nature of the tick system and the mm -hmm. just yeah they're not trying to hide anything the thing with rs3 is they really try to make it look like a modern mmo they they very try very hard to make it seem like the tick system's not there but yeah with rs or with with osrs we just embrace it and i think it's a lot nicer I, I don't know whenever i see rs3 it just looks like a mobile game it does. They try so I don't hard know, to make like it modern. Like a pay-to-win mobile game. It just looks like a cheap mobile game, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish they had and, just uh, kept like. Yeah, <sighs> and and the graphics look a bit like Fortnite. I'm sorry yeah, to say. I just think of Fortnite when I see the graphics and the player models. Yep. I swear to God, they they must have some sort of research uh, team that's like, oh, this is what people want to see. You know, it's kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's strange. I love traditional OSRS like these player models that we have right now in game. Yeah, um, were my absolute favorite. Traditional haircuts, oh, yeah. the little spiky hairs. Yep, <laughs> absolutely, man. You know, it's still got it. Even though the game's nearly ten years old, it's still got all the fundamental, yeah. charming aspects of back in the day. They they've even done a few updates where they reverted graphics. Uh, you remember more than I do because they had they? Um, the rocks. Oh yeah, of course they did. Yeah, yeah. Back to the that's right. And yes. I thought that was a cool Big little fan. change. Big fan of stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Something should never be reverted back, like demons and dragons. Holy shit, <laughs> they looked so bad back in the day. <laughs> see, see, you know what's funny is, um, well, I have I have had a problem. I don't think about it much anymore. But I always had a problem with the Varrock guards. I thought they looked too oh. modern. No, honestly, I wish Falador and Varrock reverted back to the 2005 times. Yep. It looked, it looked so much more appealing, in my opinion. Yep. The Varrock ones, they look like a different race. I mean, they're, they're like yes. a, not even humans. They're like these weird, yeah. like very, uh, I don't know. They're, they're not clunky like all of us are. No. Like, they're very smooth. And I'm like, this is yes. strange. No, no, no. They, they, they move too smoothly, don't they? <laughs> They're not, they're not jagged and low FPS moving. They're like aliens, and, you know, I'm, I'm so with you. I'm so with you. And I, I, also, I also miss the old school bricks that Varrock had. Yes. With them great pixelated bricks they had. Dude, the Fisher's Realm is the perfect, like, yes. I, it's so old school. That place has just barely been touched. Barely. Think, There's a few things they've changed, but. I think Yanil hasn't been touched either. I could be wrong. Yanil looks pretty what good, too. Think? I think they've made a few optimizations but for the most part your nil's pretty old yeah. school yeah but no let's start a movement baby revert the cities back to how they used to look we'll start <laughs> a movement so run. down i'm so <laughs> down i just love i love when you zoom up at a door and it doesn't just look like a more uh just one shade of brown it's like yeah. you zoom in you see the individual pixels of just oh yeah it's just squares everywhere medieval looking 2002 yeah. looking door <laughs> Yeah. I miss the old Varrock Fountain too. Yep, I miss that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's cool that we just have 
have so many memories with this game and we can it, we could go on and on for hours and hours and hours bro because i've lived through it and i'm so passionate about the history always i've been that's why i started the 2005 mode for a bit but i'm so passionate when i'm streaming every now and then we'll be talking about the old days reminiscing it's a very special time in our lives yeah especially when you were younger and the imagination is just much more um broader you know and deeper runescape just felt so different back then Okay, I want to ask you, um, well, I, I guess we've already kind of covered the questions I wanted to ask. There, there was one other particular one, but I guess it was more like carrying off. Because I, I actually thought you were into a new skill, but the fact no. that you're not, I did have a couple follow-up questions for that because there are a <laughs> lot of skills. Well, here, let me ask you this. Um, because you're not a big fan of a new skill coming out, if there yeah. were to be a skill mm. out of the ones that have kind of been suggested in the past, for example, artisan, dungeoneering, um, sailing, things yeah. like that, is there one that you would prefer to come out? Or is it just kind of like, just no? Nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, it's just because it I'm... mute point, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just a very blunt opinion of mine. You know, I've not even cared to look into it or anything. I just think of new skill and I'm like, nope. It's just one of them. It's just one of them ideas and updates where I've, I've never been for it, man. Just as simple as that. Okay. We'll get along fine with the game with that. A new skill, that's just the way I see it. And it's just, I just want the skill panel to look the way it is. I think, uh, I think her new skill right next to Hunter and the total level not being 2277 would just be so alien. It would. You know what was very alien? I, I want to actually ask if you remembered this. Yeah. So the skills panel, like the little thing where you see all your 23 skills, they made an yeah. update probably five or six years ago where they actually added a pixel in between every layer. Like every new row, they yes, added an they, additional pixel. They, they made them more spaced out and symmetrical. Yes. And I it, remember. And it hurt my eyes so bad. It took a while to get used to it, didn't it? I remember. It was awful. I actually hated yeah. that update. It would just like I would it would burn my eyes looking at the skills. I'm like, everything's too spaced out. Like Yeah, it was I remember. So minimal too, but it's it like It took it took me a while, yeah, whereas before everything was a bit more compressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all you have to do is look at a two thousand five RuneScape screenshot yep. and you'll know yep. what I mean. Everything's a bit more <laughs> pressed together. Yep. Um, okay. My uh last question, and then I wanna kinda get back into um just mm. your own life is yep. and i asked this last podcast do you have any plans for youtube no no i guess i can go into that really but i've just never really had the passion i don't sit down after a stream and think man i'd love to make a video i just don't have the fire or the desire really sure i'll release like a youtube video once a, once a year or something if it's something niche like my apartment you know i got my friends come and film that etc or maybe a random adventure you know i might film it and put it on youtube but this is like once a year type of thing but youtube on the other hand honestly bro my energy is precious baby and i don't really have like i have a lot of energy bro but it's in concentrated modes and after my stream after i finish my stream i just want to chill out for a bit all of the energy that i have i just want to put it into stream and my whole heart my whole energy and mind into it I, that's all I really yeah. care about. That's fair. I don't. I don't really have the personality for YouTube either, man. 
didn't really have it. I'm gonna say I'm sorry. I'm gonna push a little bit harder this time. Go on. Is is I really, really do think you would have a successful <laughs> YouTube channel if if all it was yeah. was something you truly wanted, which was who knows. Again, these are just my own things because yeah. I just I just think you'll actually enjoy it. First of all, you're a very well spoken individual. One of the okay. one of the most well spoken that I've had the pleasure of talking to. Something about British people. Something about yeah. It's something about Europeans. They're just way more <laughs> well spoken than Americans. Well, I'll tell you something. Actually, it's quite yeah. funny. We've never really discussed my accent. It's quite kind of irrelevant, to be fair. But I'm from Nottingham, baby, and the people that live here speak very different to the way I do. In where I'm from, in Nottingham, baby, the way you pronounce very. In Nottingham, they say Vera. Maybe is maybe. We have an eh on the end of our sentences, but I don't speak that way. And to this day, I don't know why. I'm, I'm very well spoken. And you well grew spoken up with for, it. Like you, you and I grew up in poverty. I grew up in poverty. I grew up in dirt, shadows, and abuse. And I was surrounded by it. But I never picked up the accent. So I've always strange. had my own accent. I've always spoken quite clearly. I would never say well-spoken because there's so many people that are much better spoken than I, but mm. I'm well-spoken for a Nottinghamshire lad. Very well-spoken. Whenever I go into town, I've lived in Nottingham all my life, and I get in conversation with someone, you know, who I don't know. They'll be like, where are you from? You don't sound local. I'm like, I've lived here all my life. <laughs> yeah, I don't speak like I'm uh, from Nottingham. Very well-spoken for this area. Well, I have heard... I don't know why. And I agree. And I agree with the sentiment that uh, you are one of the most chill, laid-back streamers. You just pop in your stream. doesn't even matter what you're doing in the game. <laughs> you just relax to the vibes and the music. And you know, I'm just uh, saying, man, a, a, a few recorded videos for those that miss your stream. And it doesn't have to be any editing whatsoever. It's just you record. You talk yeah. about how you're enjoying the game. You talk about a grind. You show off your bank. Sh just do anything. Mm. I'm, I swear... <laughs> you would get some <laughs> passive growth and and the the best part is that you're already a full-time streamer and so youtube just yeah. becomes a secondary project you do whenever and yeah. uh i would personally and i said this and, last year i i want to see some rig content on youtube i want to see some uploads that's just me and i guess i guess it would be very beneficial because the channels grow from each other people get on youtube they, they, they see you've got a twitch they follow the people that go on Twitch, they follow and they see you've got a they, YouTube and it just pings back and forth. It is yeah. crazy. And that's just why I want to keep pushing it because I just think yeah. like you are perfect for it. And it's so <laughs> simple. It it takes barely any energy. I'm I'm not really a tech savvy person though, baby. I'm I'm not good with editing or anything like that. I have no idea I have no idea how to do it. I will I mean, that's that's the other <laughs> thing. First of all, I'm gonna say there's no editing required. It's OBS record yeah. talk say what's on your mind end it upload it done add a little thumbnail if you want but all i know is if i yeah. see a rig upload that's rambling like you're just talking about stuff i'm listening to the whole thing and i'm just gonna fucking lay back and just enjoy yeah it. If, if i ever did uh do youtube it would be very very raw just like you know my personality everything's raw basically i mean yep. there'd be no heavy updates and talented things like guns chili yeah, you know, I could never get yes. to that level, but no, I'd, it would all be very, very raw footage. But, but now that you think about it, you know, uh, you know, videos of me rambling about my goals and my life. Maybe one day, maybe, but not right now. Okay, 
Well, I uh, I will keep pushing <laughs> because I just <laughs> want it so bad, and I'm gonna keep yeah. pushing. But uh, it, it's just it's just something I'd like to encourage uh, a lot of people, but especially you, because I can act- I can absolutely see a lot of. First of all, it's not only for us, but I think there's a lot of enjoyment mm-hmm. and fulfillment from having a secondary project that's just yes. you see the you see the number go up you it, it doesn't matter either how fast it grow, goes up it's just a little project and it's just fun yeah i'm i'm a very sensitive person though bro and, and youtube at the end of the day I'm, I'm afraid that it would be another thing that like knocks off my my wave that i'm on right now baby okay. you know anything can happen with me i have two disorders at the end of the day i have to be very careful of what i do in life and what i introduce into my life i know it sounds rather silly you know but it's just another thing that i have to focus on mm-hmm. you know and, and i have to be very careful very very careful otherwise it could just add stress to me and yeah and i'm just mentally very fragile I can be right. Right now, I feel like indestructible. I have been since I've been living here, but I have to be careful still. So let me uh, ask you now. Uh, I want to. I want to give the spotlight to you again of just mm-hmm. life now, this year. What are your goals in life? Um, and yeah. I'll, and I'll have future questions in in a bit about you know what what where you'd mm. like to be in a few years, but just. <laughs> yeah, where you where you're at in life, I guess, and what you look forward to in the coming years. So I uh, moved into this apartment after all of the shit show that happened. I moved in here in two far. Uh, sorry, I moved here in uh, March of this year, and I will say it plainly that I have been in bliss ever since I've lived here, baby. Before I lived here, I was depressed constantly. It was just in the back of my mind all the time. I'm sad. I don't like where I live. I don't have the strength to move out. But here, I haven't been depressed since I've been here. I, I, I've been mentally free the whole time. Um, I've been thriving. It's the best move I've ever made in my life. And I honestly feel like I'm the best version of myself. I wake up every day. I'm motivated. You know, before Bebe, I'd, I'd wake up in my old house. I'd be in bed all day. I'd dream go back to bed. When I start my day now, I uh, wake up. I see the white walls, the natural light. I get up, I check my plants, I make coffee. I go straight on RuneScape because I'm motivated, you know, and I've and I, you know, and I'm, and I'm feeling great about my life. And and yeah, bro, it's just it's just so good. I just don't know what depression is anymore. You know, I'm 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 an honest person. I'm an honest person. If something's affecting me, I'm gonna say it. But right now, right now, bro, I feel so lucky to feel the way I do that. I'm in this lovely little apartment, bro. Even if I won a million pounds, I've never been that dude that wanted that's wanted mansions and fast cars. I've always wanted just a little apartment. I've always wanted because I'm a minimalist. You see, I've always wanted a nice little home, preferably on the top floor, which I am, thankfully, around people, just to feel safe. And uh, and yeah, I have so much fire. You know, the furnace is roaring again, and I'm uh, I'm on top of the world. You know, I, I I end my stream and I can't wait for the next stream for the next day. Um, I'm streaming more than ever. I'm streaming more consistent than ever. I you know, barely miss a day. Um, before it was five hours max. Then I'd go back to bed. The, you know, yesterday I did like seven hours and twenty minutes, which was unheard of before. I'm constantly doing like six, seven hour streams and and. Uh, yeah, man, I just want to say to all of the people that are going through something right now, 
um, try and find the courage to change, man. Because sometimes in life you might be, uh, you know, in a in a deep and dark um, situation, but it won't change until you change. So I want to ask about, I guess, uh, I don't know. I, let me let me hear your thoughts on it. Social, oh. the social aspect of life, because as a content creator, mm. I've been one for now over three and a half years. That is the one avenue of my life that has been severely lacking compared to previous years. Right. Well, one so, thing I want to add to you did you did say I forgot to say this, but you said where do I see myself in like three years? Yeah, baby, I'm content with life. Uh, I'm in my dream apartment, and uh, in three years' time, the way I feel right now, I hope I'm doing exactly what I'm doing right now. I don't ask for much. I just want to stream and build my community and meet new people in the game, encourage people. And, and be a good sport, man. I just want to. I, I honestly w- would love to stream RuneScape to the to till the end. I would until the until the tires fall off. I want to. I want to do this forever, bro. I feel fulfilled. Isn't that fulfilling? a cool? Isn't that like a an interesting thought that streaming, like live streaming, and being a content creator on the internet is such a new thing? That yeah. when does it end, or does it? Can you be a sixty-year-old <laughs> streamer? Yeah, I hear that. I no, mean, but I, I genuinely wonder because we don't know. Like, yeah. we... we don't know, bro. But at the end of the day, I'm just a person that takes it one day at a time. I do. I take it one day at a time, and I think right now Twitch is going nowhere. It's doing nothing but growing yep. and getting more uh, popular. So right now we're uh, we're doing all right, man. But no, I, I, who would not want to do this? I feel like we we're just living the dream, aren't we? Yeah. Living the dream, and I hope we don't wake up. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a good feeling. I, w- I want to ask you a little bit about the social aspect. Do you feel like it lacks? Yeah, or are you, uh, are um, you content with being more in, I guess, solitude? I guess because I don't, I don't know what you do with the rest of your life besides your yeah. stream because that's your private business. But uh, I am curious. So. I um I will say I don't think we uh, covered this on the last stream, but I am a massive introvert, baby. I love being by myself. I love being with other people. Don't get me wrong, but not for too long. Same. I'm actually content being by myself, fully, especially in my new apartment. I've made this apartment a physical antidepressant. If you catch my drift. The look of this apartment, and I encourage you to watch my video after the stream, baby, just so you know where I'm living right now. All of my furniture and the way I have it. Um, But I have made it an antidepressant. The sheer look of my apartment makes me happy because it's me. It's my style. Um, But but when it comes to socializing, I do socialize. Um, I, I don't really have all that many friends in Nottingham because I had quite a deep and violent history when I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Not really to be mentioned or go deep into, but yeah, I, I, lived a, I lived a different life when I was younger in my darker stages. But I've cut um, contact with many, many people from the old times. The only friends I really have now is is honestly my streamer friends. You know, I'll, I'm thankful that Boti is uh, one of my friends and uh, we're like once a month or once every two months, he'll invite me up to Manchester and we'll go out for a meal with Torvesta and... 
and um, some other people. So every now and then I'll go out for a meal. Um, but apart from that, bro, the only thing I'm doing is streaming and uh, doing my own thing. That's yeah. Cool. My my friend circle is a dot, is what I like to say. A dot. A dot. A dot, and I'm content with that, bro. Very content. I've never been a person that wants lots of friends just because if I have lots of friends, it's um, it's hard to get to know them all one by one and know really what the true intentions are and what kind of person they are. I like, I, I think with friends, less is more. I agree. Especially, especially with the shit and abuse I've been through about my life. I don't trust people. Obviously, I have trust issues, but it's the way it goes at the end of the day with the experiences I've had. Yeah, I guess uh I think me and you are very similar in a way. I can Yeah. I can be if if What it, about you? Well, what about you? Let's talk about you, man. Well, the reason I the reason I asked you is simply because I feel like there is something lacking in my life, which is mm -hmm. the social aspect. And yeah. I've been this year luckily um thanks to probably age and you know, I I did hear your story about your bad experience mm. with uh i think an edible or you smoked weed one time and it was I, I did yeah I, I smoked weed and it was my first time smoking in amsterdam and i thought it was dreadful so sorry it's not for everyone it's yeah not, i thought i'd not. try and, it and i will say i mean the first time i tried it it was awful as well i actually didn't do it yeah. again for like half a year but no I, i'm not really I'm, I'm not really one to you, you see weed is something that chills you out i'm already chilled as can be so it was like an overdrive for me yeah that's fair i and and I'm not I by by any means I'm I'm I, or I'm not promoting uh, drug no. use of any sort. But I will yeah. say, because of my mind being opened in a sort of sense, this yeah. year has been, and a lot of it has to do with age as well, just getting older and understanding your priorities mm -hmm. in life. But I've definitely yeah. had a really good year this year, and uh, I'm looking to Brilliant. improve in any way I can. And, why why yeah. have you had a good year? Tell me honestly physical health that's all that's really what it came down to was i was uh last december i had weighed myself and of course it was near the holidays where you're just eating mm. just shit um yeah and i just remember looking at the scale and i was like 183 which was the heaviest i had ever been which what it's yeah. not it's not heavy like i'm five foot eleven so it's not okay like, yeah it's nothing I, I was on the verge of overweight yeah. And I realized I wasn't happy. I'd wake up and I would just be like, I, I can't find the motivation to do something with my body, you know, move. So have you been working out, improving your diet or what's been going on? Yeah, the biggest thing was just eating less and going on daily walks, which has been my new thing. Yeah. Just daily walks every single day. And that yeah. has drastically improved my mental health and just physical Excellent. confidence. So what's your weight right now? 153 i've lost 30 excellent pounds. that's a lot of weight baby fuck yes brother yeah. a lot of weight shedded fuck yes man i want all of you guys to clap right now as soon as you hear this clap for him okay please clap. i don't I, I don't think we've um discussed my my health and how i take care of myself right have we have let's I? hear it let's hear it yeah well well for, for one thing i will get this out of the way i do vape yeah it's yep. the one thing i do that's really bad for me but my whole life, I have never abused substances. I have um, never drank alcohol, never will. Completely teetotal in that regard. I shadow box every single day.
for a good 15 to 20 minutes, usually in the morning before I turn on my PC, which is a great cardio workout. I am actually incredibly fit cardio wise. I can walk up steep hills, speed walk up them and I won't run out of breath. Um, and I'm also wanting to advance it even more. Uh, there's a leisure center down the road from me. So I want to start swimming twice or three times a week, which is great for the body, baby. Like oh, incredibly yeah. good. Oh, when I used yeah. to, when I used to box back in the day, um, I used to swim a lot and it's just an incredible workout and it doesn't put any stress on the joints. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, I wish I had a pool or a beach or yes, something. I just it's don't. incredible. Works out every muscle in the body. Yep. Maybe there's a swimming pool near around you. Hey, like a leisure center type of place. There probably is, to be honest. Now yeah. that I think, because I mean, just for so long it had been COVID, a lot of places had been closed. Yeah. Even the pool we have at our apartment was, I think it's still closed actually to this day because it's just yeah. run down. But I, uh, but, yeah, no, swimming would be great, but the the walking's just been such an easy thing for me that's very yes. consistent. You can just go out the door and do it. Yep. You know, it's just so accessible. But the food that I eat, you know, I my my diet is actually pretty interesting. I love my pastries and all of that type of shit, but I always make sure that what I'm eating, I know pretty much what I'm eating. I don't really eat synthetic foods. For example, like Oreo cookies where you eat it and you don't really know what it is. Process. Um, yes. Um, the, the meats that I eat, they're all low fat, um, like steak mints and uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, organic chickens yeah I'm, I'm really i'm really big into looking after myself more time i i have my multivitamins every day and they've definitely made a difference cod liver oil vitamin d3 1000 milligrams of vitamin c because obviously i'm an introvert vitamin c is really important for me yeah. take them every single day without fail your courts for my gut health um yeah i look after myself man and so we should that's the best thing because uh, i always look at I look at life in a different way. I used to just live in the... I don't know. I, I thought I would just be young forever. Back when I was like 22, I thought I was going to be young mm-hmm. forever. Just like 20s forever. Yeah. And then I started thinking, oh, I, I actually will be an old man at one, one point. And I've so, said this with multiple guests. Like, I really care about being... Yeah. Not, not having... Not being overweight and just having aches and pains when I'm an adult. Like, when I'm a, an old man. So when you were young and you said you, you felt like you would be young forever, did that mean you like slacked with things or? Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it just I couldn't see past a few years. Yeah. I really couldn't. It was mm-hmm. it was tough for me to even imagine myself hitting 30. Yeah. It was like impossible, yeah. basically. I, I, I've always um, said this quote every now and then to my viewers, you know, when someone comes into my stream and they're pretty young, cause I'm getting kind of on now, and they'll be like, hey, Rick, do you have any advice? I'll ask them how old they are. You know, and if they say like around early 20s, I'll be like, don't use your young, ex- uh, don't use your young age as an excuse to slack. When, when I was that age, I was the same. I'd be like 21 and I'd be like, ah, oh, that can wait till later. I'm 21. I've got all the time in the world. Yep. Never, ever, ever slack because you're young. You want to get things done as young as possible. Always try your best. It's so hard so, to ingrain that when you are that age, yeah, though. It's so easy to say. It. It's so easy to just be like, can't you just see like how I see the world? If it's just yeah, because uh, I because I see my little brother that I live with. He's 21. Yeah, and he sees life in a different way and you know i've mm-hmm. had many deep conversations with him just about anything 
and yeah i just remember yep i remember when i was 21 i just looked at the world yep. differently it was different when when we're young we certainly take time for granted we feel like we have infinite times because we have youth on our side and you can't imagine being older because he's so young yeah. and we're so arrogant when we're young oh, and we yeah. have to understand that the second hand is ticking constantly no matter what and there's nothing you can do we're traveling through time and it's inevitable so you need to get stuff done but we have to find that balance baby we have to we have to encourage ourselves to be productive but i honestly think doing nothing for a day is just as important as being productive it's okay to have a day where you do nothing where human beings we have yep. to switch off yep. doing nothing is just as important as doing something it's okay to have a day where you just want to sit down and watch tv have a cup of tea and then just switch off absolutely yeah that's uh another thing i've kind of realized the older i get is the real like the reality that i'm a human being mm -hmm. i'm not yeah. like a i don't know it, that's a weird thing to wrap your head around when you get older is just realizing like you're a you're you're like an evolved primate <laughs> yes that's what i mean like you're just a human like you need food you need water you need air like you just you do you're not just a robot and yeah. you're gonna die one day which is just a crazy thought it's a crazy thought but i never think about that of course it's gonna happen one day but i never I, dwell on that thought never i think about it but mm. i don't i i've seen i'm i'm a person that hasn't dealt with a really dark depressed um Mm. depression now i yeah of course i'm a human so i've definitely had loneliness and things like that but i i have not experienced what you've experienced and many others have yeah of a, a truly hellfire time. yeah which i'm very grateful for but i also yeah. lack the uh you know the being able to help somebody else in that situation where you yeah. would be a lot more beneficial for a person like that i wouldn't quite be because of my my past and my childhood i had to spend a lot of time fixing myself yep. you know a lot of time a lot of time working but at 31 years old baby i could i can confidently say that i'm in the prime right now even though physically i might not be anymore but mentally and spiritually i'm in my prime i know what i'm here to do i know what my purpose is and that's to stream for old school runescape and i i like who i am now i genuinely like who i am i love it okay um we don't have any more topics and uh i have a, a, just a couple more things to add but uh mm -hmm. if you don't yeah. have anything else we can kind of wrap it up here we're almost at the three hour mark you let yeah. me know uh what anything else to talk about yeah anything else that's on your mind before i ask the 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 final thoughts not I really i think i've i think i've honestly said my piece but no I'm, I'm a man that lives in in the present really and honestly i just want to keep on doing what i'm doing and that's just spreading positivity having a good time having banter and just getting the gains on runescape bro that's oh. it just living it day at a time day at a time man because right now i'm at my peak and i've got this fire bro so i've got to keep on working on keeping that furnace burning i've really appreciated this conversation but i want to ask now for three shout outs from you and it can be anyone in the community anybody in community anybody in the community and uh, just three if, oh man if they're if they're, ha if they're if you feel the need to add a few more feel free but yeah three is what i like the, to 
to ask. Could I could I do more than three if that's okay? Absolutely. Cause, cause the, just not like is... not like fifteen or anything, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> of course, but uh, yeah. but I think I think three is so cruel just because I have love for so many people. Uh, go but, for um, it. Go for it. I'd love first, to hear. Just give me a few seconds, because Jesus Christ, I know so many people in the community. I put I think I, I put this on you on the spot just for those listening. He has no premeditation for this question. I just asked yeah him, so. yeah Jesus he caught me off guard right here. <laughs> I think I think first of all. I think the person I appreciate most is Alkin. I've been friends with Alkin Lovely for man. many, many years, and um, no one owes me anything, and I don't owe anyone anything, but Alkin's always hosted me. Whenever he goes offline at six in the morning my time, he'll normally just fire me a host without fail. And uh, yeah, our communities are pretty much unified now, and I appreciate Alkin so much for the help and especially helping me with uh, raids. Secondly, um, Jesus Christ, this is so hard. Because what if I miss somebody out? There will always be people. Gosh, that, that's baby. why. That's I why know. I like to really explain. It. It's just like any. It's not the top three or anything. Just just three yeah. that you feel like deserve it. Just, but yeah, go for just, it. It's just three that come to mind, and probably a little bit more. But um, yeah. secondly, I want to give a shout out to Zoe Pancakes. She is a bundle of joy. I met her in Amsterdam. Um, and that was a wonderful time. We went out for a lovely dinner, me and her. We had an Indian. We went away from the crowd, and it was just me and her, and it was a great time. And I think she's such an amazing person. She's around 24 years old, but she is years ahead mentally um, as a person, so developed for her age. And um, I'm very proud of the player she's become, Inferno Cave. You know, in the past year, she's improved so much as a player, and she has so much potential. potential. And I, I remember watching her in the early days when she was on like 30, 40 viewers and I knew that she'd be an established player one day. Um, so yeah, my love and my respect to uh, to Zozo. Thirdly, um, it's got to be Hey Jace. Not to say Hey Jace has the bronze medal. I'm just basically naming out people that come to mind. But Hey Jace, purely because I think he is a, a beacon in the community as a player ranked two overall but so so humble not a bad bone in his body and again someone that helped me a lot back in the day um he would encourage me a lot um i don't think we're as close as we used to be me and jace we used to be uh, really tight back in the day but i still always love him he helped me out a lot back in the day with certain complex things um he would host me a lot and uh yeah i think hey jace was definitely one of them players that inspired me to become a a more nice person and more in control of my thoughts. Thirdly, uh, wait, am I in the third or the fourth now? Fourth. fourth. No, fourth. Yeah, fourth. Yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, fourth. Hmm. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Okay. Yeah. There's I'm so sorry to that, the people I missed out. Yeah, I know there's there... so many people pissed off now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody I'm, I'm was just waiting for really like, I'm going to be number four. I'm going to be number four. I know. I know. Fuck, man. Now, that's Jesus why Christ. That's why you got to, everybody that's mad, you blame it on me because I'm the one that said, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, man. Not, it's not Rig's fault. I'll leave it there. Rig, I have had a phenomenal time this evening talking to you, and I knew it would be. Uh, my. The, I will say, last year when I had you on the podcast, mm-hmm. I was nervous as shit. You want to know why? why? And I think I might have addressed it there because I looked up to you as a streamer when <laughs> back in the early days, your life, you know, it, it wasn't perfect, but 
no when i saw no. you on stream you seemed so happy so content so free i was in a place where i felt constricted with life i just mm -hmm. felt like my life has to go a certain way it has to it just you just felt so free and happy and it felt like but, a different life that i could never have but deep down i was suffering bro i wasn't truly happy but even when i was at my lowest points i still tried my best to bring a, a vibe to people and make others laugh i still tried my best so even though i seemed happy back then i was so depressed and miserable i just tried my best to to, to bring good vibes i knew deep down that and you know i knew deep down that one day maybe the you know i'd have the life i have right now yeah, so I just I, I just kept I just kept fighting. Yeah, and it was it was not to say like, you know, I I saw your life as perfection, but I definitely did see the yeah. the no. the beauty of where you were in life where it was something no. that it was you. It was yeah. your streaming. You're doing something with your life that's all you. You're not working for anybody. You're enjoying no. yourself and it seemed like a very risky pursuit in my eyes that paid off and it was really inspiring yeah. to see definitely and, and and um even though i was you know going through a lot back then i was still fortunate and so lucky compared to many people on the planet i've got to remember that i've got to remember that i was i still had the old school runescape you know supporting me and putting food on my plate you know, and, I, and I've always got to think about that. Even though it was it was bad back then mentally, I was still fortunate compared to most people on earth. Yeah. Got to be thankful. So I, I will just say this was a very pleasant experience coming back and talking a year later. And just it, it felt more comfortable this time around where mm. we've already talked one-on-one. -on -one. This is the second time we've talked like, yeah. you know, in voice. And, and, and it was definitely a very different vibe this time compared to last time, which I knew it would be. I knew it would be. I've, I think it's been a great podcast, baby. Well, uh, you know, doesn't have to be the last time. Maybe in a year from no. now, we'll get you back on and uh, talk about some more. Who knows? Who knows uh, what will happen in a year's time, baby? Maybe I'll have a girlfriend or two. <laughs> <laughs> or three. We'll see you, man. Or three. Um, yeah. Guys, if you have enjoyed this podcast, drop it a like down below if you're on YouTube. Um, and... Go follow Rig on his Twitch stream. It'll be linked in the description. Go follow his Twitter as well. Rig, is there anything else you'd like linked down below? Oh, just um, my Twitter and, and, and Twitch. That'd be wonderful. And my Snapchat. That would be great because I'm active on Snapchat. Perfect. Yeah, I'll get that, I'll yeah, get that down that's there. Yeah, wonderful. Well. Thank you so much. Uh, guys, go follow him on all three of those down in the description. And uh, next week we're going to be talking to Randalicious, which I have not, I haven't heard from him. I mean, besides just in our Discord messages, in over man. over a year now. So it's going to be interesting to talk about a person that does have his life together and has completed two hundred mil all. And I want to kind of talk about very, his life. That's so. that's going to be very very interesting. Yeah, I'm I really, love Randy. Me I'm, and Randy have deep history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. He's he's definitely one of those like iconic old school names you hear. Yeah. Randalicious. Oh so. yeah. I'm very oh, excited yeah. for that. Anyway. Be no, no, before, yeah, go for it. Go for it. If, before we end, I just want to say to everybody, thank you so much for listening to my story. I tried to explain it as best as I could, even though I struggle with certain subjects and certain times. But I just want to say, guys, um, thank you for um watching me, the people that watch me and uh 
I don't know, I just love the community so much and I'd love to be a part of it for years to come. I also want to say for the people that are struggling with mental health like I have been for so long and finally have defeated it for now, stay strong because you never know what's around the corner. You never know. Stay hopeful. Stay strong. Beautiful. Rig, thank you once again for coming on. Guys, thank you for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.